Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought me a doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joey Locke and the Artillery Power. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey, guys. My name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Jonathan. I'm Ben. I'm Sean. I'm Fern. (laughs) And I'm Marco. You hate to see it. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. Guys, don't forget to use code CW10. That's capital C, capital W, one zero, during our live recording for ten percent off all in stock items. That's One Six Corner dot com. We have a great show planned for you guys tonight. We have. Uh, a new Hot Toys to talk about and a standard and deluxe versions. We also have a ton of updates on several figures and uh, quite a few discussions for this week. Before we get into it, Dean, we have a very special segment that all the best shows start with. Oh, yeah. You ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yeah, what did you get new this week? I finally got my Game Toys 1-6 scale Cloud Strife. And it's everything I ever wanted, so it's um, it's just incredible. I love it. It's in my hands right now, futzing with it. It's amazing. Um, I don't know if it's worth six hundred bucks what it's selling for now, but it's definitely worth what I paid for it. So uh, if you can find one around retail, I say go for it. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's just the best thing I own. <laughs> like literally, like <laughs> you know, I had to get rid of everything in my collection and keep one thing. It would be this, like hands wow. down. Wow, that's high praise, bro. <laughs> now, when you, yeah. When you purchased it, um, uh-huh. is it now sold out at that retailer, or is it still in stock? Yeah, in fact, it's sold out. Um, like, like as I like paid for it, it was gone. Like, I literally had the only one that was in stock. Because I think I messaged Usby, and I was like, dude, like, I, I think, like, it's not in <laughs> stock. Like, I think I paid for it, and they're going to message me and say it's not in stock anymore. <laughs> and he checked, and he was like, well, it's, when it when you bought it, it was in stock, and now it's not in stock. So I think you did actually get the last one. So, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty wild. Yeah. Congratulations. Love that figure. Thanks. Such a great figure. Marco, what'd you get? 
Oh, this is me. This is uh, oh, just kidding. <laughs> he got an Iron Man too, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I got an Iron Man. This is Mark 85 uh, Battle Damage uh, exclusive from Sideshow. Um, you know, like everybody, have been waiting on this one forever. Um, had it pay- already paid off. You know, I had the payment plan going on it, so I had already paid off uh, as of, I think, a few weeks ago. And yeah, they shipped it to me. Um, this is actually the first figure that I've used uh, Sideshow's double box uh, thing on i've never actually done that with any of their their stuff yet so i um yeah it's awesome i think you know i think back in the day was like 20 bucks extra or like some stupid amount extra to just throw it in another box but i think it was like five bucks extra or something um and just to have you know i know shippers are shippers and all that stuff but you know my ocd wanted this one to be pristine so um i got this one and yeah can't wait to open it up i'll crack it open on a uh on a live unboxing one Monday here. And, uh, yeah. So happy to have it now. Congratulations. This, this one, um, is this the battle damage? Oh, it is. Uh, So is this one, the portrait, there was only the drama with the regular one, right? The, this one, everyone basically got the same portrait. Uh, yeah, this one is the same head sculpt, you know, so yeah, this is just one, one version, nothing, uh, no Tony Stank head sculpt or anything like that. What's so, funny is the base is little. the Tony Stank sculpt, though, right? It's like that base sculpt, but they just have way better paint apps. Am I incorrect in saying that? Yeah. No, I think it's more based on the the revised head sculpt, if I'm remembering correctly. I'll have to. I have the. I don't have the Tony Stank head sculpt anymore. I, I did the trade in, so when I when I unbox it, I'll have to do a comparison with the two head sculpts. But I think this one was more based on the updated look. Um, then battle okay. damage and stuff like that. So, yeah. Gotcha. Logistically, it seems like such a nightmare. Like, what are they going to do with a bunch of, you know, thousands, hundreds of yeah. Tony Stank portraits? What, why they had to have us send it in was just like to make it a pain in the ass. I think it's just to be more of a pain in the ass so less people do it. Like, there's no, there's no reason for it. You know? It'd be sick, like at Secret Base. You know how they do like the pennies in the floor sometimes at restaurants if you just had all those sculpts in the Jesus floor? Jesus Christ. That'd be dope. <laughs> It's garbage, bro. It's littering. Um, Marco, you got one of the all-time grails of collectors this week. What'd you get? Yeah, so I got the Mark 46. Really happy to add this one to the collection. I had the 47 before. That was my only Iron Man. I do have the 85 battle damage on the way, hopefully this week, too. So, um, beautiful. Like, okay, I do love the 47, all that silver. I know it's kind of a divisive um, paint scheme, but this is just so classic Iron Man. Love Civil War. Love the battle damage, uh, you know, components it comes with. The base, like that diorama base is incredible. Uh, the the sculpts with the black eyes. So really, really happy I was able to add this one to the collection. And yeah, it's already a standout. So yeah, not much more to say about it, but it's just a banger. Very nice. Yeah, the uh, side note, the 47 was my first diecast Iron Man back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you did you pay a crazy price or were you able to grab it at retail? No, I got that at retail, and then I was like, "Oh, this is good enough." And then yeah, I went back and bought all the other ones because <laughs> it was not I needed more. So yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's a gateway drug. It's awesome. Pretty do much. You, do you mind if I ask how much you paid for this? Yeah, so I got this one from Mario. He sold it to me a bit above retail, but really hooked me up on this. So I wouldn't go, I would say the the design of the 46 and 47, the actual figure itself is a bit flawed. So I wouldn't go crazy and like spend a bunch of money on this, kind of like Dean was saying. But like for around that price, I think it retailed at 340. So I got it for just a bit above that. Um, really solid edition. 
considering how much you know diecast figures go for these days as well. 100%. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've had this figure twice. Um, I'm curious, what design flaws um, are you think are there? For me, it's the arms. Like they're just, and again, I, I don't have a many Iron Men, so I can't really speak to how the other ones. But it's like none of the poses because of the way the you know the shoulder pads kind of flex. A lot of things don't look super organic to me. So it's like I have a hard time finding like a really great looking pose. Um, you could see right here what I have on the right. It's pretty limited there. It's not particularly great. So I would just say that like lifelike poses don't really come easily to the figures in my opinion. Gotcha. Uh, checking in with the chat real quick. We got Toy Mafia, Tukatri, 123, Thor, 123 Gaming, Ben Thomas, Lane Kramer, Irwin, Scott Bradley, uh, Equan, hashtag release the staff, John Ortiz, King at Dingling. Great intro, guys. Thanks for that. Uh, Pepe Pascal, Beskar Kid, Gigi says, Blondes aren't my type, but the fit is fire. Uh, love to see Scott Bradley back in the chat. Congratulations, Marco. Uh, ben, what'd you get? Yeah, so I was excited because my um, DHL notification finally went off today and uh, Marty McFly had arrived in Calgary. I was getting a little worried just because I was supposed to get him on Wednesday last week. So I was uh, kind of anxiously waiting over the long weekend. And I don't know if you guys have ever had that feeling where you keep like looking at the DHL notification and nothing has changed for the last nine times you've checked it. All, all the time, bro. Yeah, that was me this weekend for sure. And then when I went to pick it up from um, the DHL location today, uh, of course it starts pouring rain, right? So it's funny because Sean or Usby was saying there that, you know, like he wanted a pristine um, shipper box. Well, I was in the same boat, so it's pouring rain and I get my Serta Pro work jacket and wrap the box, of course, in its own box to get it out to the car. I must have looked like a crazy person trying to get that thing out of the store. <laughs> but uh, but I've got it now and I'm, I'm pretty excited. I've barely unboxed it. I basically just took the, uh, the plastic off the head uh, just to look at the face sculpt because that's been the one big thing that I really wanted to see. Uh, in person and uh yeah i'm i'm excited to have them i'm I could definitely unbox it probably after the show and actually like pose it up and have some fun so i'm a little lukewarm on the face uh, still uh just like i've always been i almost didn't get this guy because of the face um and i haven't decided if having it in, in hand yet has changed my mind so stay tuned for that i guess gotcha we got uh david jones good to see everybody and uh brendan riley scholars and gentlemen all around stay classy bunch of angels in the chat tonight uh speaking of angels manny the man gonzalez picked up the uh droids tvc boba fett for me um, oh yeah san antonio got hit with like a billion of these and it sucks because it was the one weekend i was out of town just absolutely terrible uh i i did go hunting in corpus uh went uh oh for one there um but i i kind of want to at least pick up one more uh i think mark pearson uh, Sweet Patreoni is is um, looking for this. I want to try to to snag one for him, and then I also kind of want to have one to open. Uh, I've been looking at the the um, TVC Slave one, uh, and I think it would be cool to kind of put next to that. Uh, but yeah, it's a cool little figure. Comes with a nice uh, collector's coin, um, and uh, supposedly they're still in San Antonio. So um, hopefully I'll be able to find one uh, here in the next few days for some of the. Uh, patreonies um it's also uh, almost my birthday month so i've been kind of like in a treat yourself mode and uh, it's kind of crazy how these things happen so f uh thursday i got a call from steven and he was telling me that 
they were doing inventory at the shop and they had noticed um, an item that I had in pre-order that I basically paid off like almost all the way. They're like, you have one payment left. It's really not that much money. Like, are you so interested or do you want us to put it back on the, the sales floor? And uh, I had totally forgotten about it. And, you know, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'll come and pick it up next Thursday. And on a whim, I was just thinking, like, I know he's not going to have one, but I'm just curious, like, do you have a Razor Crest? And sure enough, he had gotten one traded in a few months ago. Uh, one thing led to another, and I started looking at my collection because I don't have a lot of liquid funds right now. And I was thinking, like, you know, there's things that I have that I enjoy, but they take up a lot of space display-wise. They also take up a lot of space storage-wise. Uh, and I ended up making a trade for uh, my Prime 1 um, gut statue. And I'm happy with it. Like, I mean, this thing is much larger than I thought it would be, to be honest. But I'm completely happy with it. And, um, you know, I think it's a great ship. I think it's a great um, collectible item. And, you know, I definitely wish I had secured it at retail. But, you know, that's the way of the world. Um, I, I kind of um, underestimated how good it would come out. And, uh, you know, unfortunately with things like this, you got to pay the premium when, when you miss out. And, uh, you know, with that being said, I am glad I have it. Uh, I did film a short uh, Joy of Hobbying video on how to add some lights to the interior. It's a very easy mod. It's non-destructive. It's completely reversible. And I'm hoping to release that soon, if I think it's worth it. Um, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, you know, we're also going to be doing a review with uh, some of the people on Smalltalk and some of the other uh, people uh, like Marco that also have the Razor Crest. And we're going to get together and chat about it uh but yeah i'm super stoked for this and uh you know it's something i thought i'd never own so i'm glad to actually have in the collection uh moving on let's get into the news we have the hot toys scarlet witch from the multiverse of madness uh this one is uh 285 for the standard or for the deluxe rather 230 for the standard uh and this one's releasing july to december 2023 um, I have not seen this film, so there's a lot going on here that I have no clue what is going on. I've seen some people very excited that, um, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but that there's a, a different version of Doctor Strange, uh, teased here in some of these photos. People are very excited about that. It's in the uh, trailer. Okay, so Zombie Strange is teased in some of these photos, so it's also, you know, kind of creating a little bit of buzz there that we're going to potentially get one of those. Um, as far as the, the figure goes, though, you get the interchangeable hairstyles. The eyes have the luminous reflective effect, which I think we've seen on a few uh, different hot toys on their suits. And then I believe on the last uh, Scarlet Witch, we've seen that as well. Uh, a great selection of hands, some really nice uh, effect pieces. Uh, and if you spring the extra for the deluxe, you also get the candle diorama, the uh, dreamwalking spell effect uh, to go with it. So... Um, the prices seem great. To be honest, I'm reading these prices right now and I'm thinking, are these actual prices? Cause I didn't check them. Uh, but if it's 285 for the deluxe, 230 for the standard to me, that seems like, you know, a, a good enough bang for the buck. Um, though if you're a collector and you, you're seeing this, I believe there's another Scarlet Witch that's still in pre-order. I have to wonder if there's going to be people that are canceling to switch to this version. So Zach, really quick though, it's 330 for the deluxe and 285, I think for the standard. How dare you? Who put this in the show sheet? Fire them right now. 
three I think it was me, actually. <laughs> Bro, you Idiot. motherfucker. I, I read that price, and I was like, God damn, this is a good price. I'm trying to manifest um, it into being the price. Jesus Christ. 2015 prices there. <laughs> That's right. Uh, dude, literally, John, I was like, hey, no way, bro. That's why I kind of stuttered for a bit when I saw that. Yeah, I was like, My bad. dirty. <laughs> I was like, God, that's cheaper than Captain Rex. All right. So for How- the record. Howard's nervous. He's not that nervous. 3.30 for the deluxe. <laughs> I'm like, God damn, Quinn is really making, <laughs> making waves here. That was good, John. 3.30 for the deluxe, 2.85 for the standard. Uh, Marco, you are fired. Just kidding. Um, what do you guys think about this? I, I mean, even at that price point, though, it's not great. Let me let me reemphasize. It's not great at three thirty, but I gotta say I like the diorama effect there with the candles. Um, I think yeah, it's a it's different. I, I appreciate when Hot Toys like, you know, if you look at Alita for example, the base that's there, um, it's like a reuse of like I think the battling cat version, right? So I appreciate when they yeah. give us new diorama bases, even though this is probably very specific just to to Wanda. It's nice when they don't just go and give us another sand base or another battling cat base. Like yeah, another... if I'm paying three thirty, I better get something fucking unique. Are you kidding me? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, this is cool. First, it was not enough Wanda's. Now we got pick of the litter with Wanda. So, um, like you said, there's another one on pre-order. Then this one, it's almost a little. It's almost a little much. I feel like if you get any version of Wanda, you'll be happy. They don't seem like terrible figures. They also aren't, you know, to me, winning any awards for figure of the year or anything. But they're good, solid releases. So pick a Wanda, and I think I'll be happy. I think this one sticks out to me greater than the WandaVision version or even better than the Civil War version. Like, again, both solid. So... I guess underwhelming, like like I said, it's it's a good release, but I'm not excited about it. I'm also not disappointed. I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know. What about you guys? I think the um, I think they knocked it out of the park with the portrait. I think the portrait looks great. Uh, base wise, I love the candle base. Not too sure how I feel about that circular base behind her. All that like that like plastic webbing. Um, I don't know. Nice on Photoshop photos, but in person, I don't know if that's going to come off across. Those plastic bits are the worst, John. Hmm. Agreed. Not a huge fan of that. Uh, My concern, now my concerns in regards to this. If you go to that photo, Zach, the one you're at where it was in hand. uh, Yeah, the suit there where her elbows bend, that looks like it's going to be a recipe for disaster long term. And I just, I can't comprehend how you're putting out, and I understand it's two different iterations, but how you're putting out another Wanda when you have one up for pre-order already. I don't know. For me, I find Hot Toys collectors want the best, the best iteration of the character, most up-to-date of the character. So I know that that's from WandaVision, but people are on a tight budget. I can really see them canceling that and moving on to this one. So strategic wise i don't know if that's going to work in their favor or or not but i guess we'll see the other thing that was a little iffy for me was the other hair heads uh, not the head sculpt but the hair piece for me this hair has like a really 
like a, a weird shine to it. I don't know if it's their angle of the photos or the way they edited the photos, but not this one. This one looks good. But in, in some of the photos, the hair, yeah, like that there on the left, the hair just looks, is it just me does it, or does it look a little off? Not the sculpting was, of the I hair. I thought but it was rooted at first, John. Like yeah. that's, it does look very shiny. Hot but, Toys has that problem, like with their uh, Luke Skywalker. Sometimes they look like almost gold. Like you can almost see like the gold flake paint. So yeah. I just think that that's them trying to, you know, imitate like a actual haired look. Yeah. And the price point, it's up there. It's still a little bit cheaper than the Strange, but um, it, it's up there. I don't know. It's a pass for me. Um. I, I mean, I, I like this a lot. I think just she, you know, I think a lot of Marvel collectors complain that we don't get enough. Uh, well, I don't know. This might be a little bit of a spoiler, so I won't say that. But I, I think it's I think it's a good figure. I think the head sculpt is executed flawlessly. I mean, I think from certain angles, it definitely looks like just a just a shrink ray of her. Um, as for, you know, the latest and greatest, like you said, John, I, I think, you know, some collectors collect like that. But I think there's also a. Uh, I don't know if a subset or how many people do it, but where they want kind of, um, you know, Eddie, every iteration kind of serves a purpose or, or, you know, they want to collect all the Spider-Man uh, outfits or whatever, cause they're, they're doing that. But I think this one's kind of a little close to the WandaVision one. Um, but you know, I, I still think I'll be adding it to the collection just because I think the, the way she was in the movie, I thought it was badass, and the diorama pieces and all that stuff. You can, pose her in a way that it would look different from the WandaVision one enough to sort of have both of them. Um, they're definitely very similar, so I can understand why, you know, some people will cancel one for the other, but, uh, you know, as a standalone figure, you know, kind of in a vacuum, I think this figure's awesome. Um, the price point's a little bit, you know, tough to swallow. Um, three, you know, an extra, what, 50 bucks for the candle base and the, you know, sort of dreamwalking effects is, is, pretty out there i would think that would be maybe 20 extra bucks or something like that but you know it is what it is so um it would have been nice maybe for the deluxe to have instead of a luminous effect on the eyes have like a led head sculpt that actually the eyes lit up red um i think that would be my choice to to justify it but um yeah i mean i think it's executed well and not for everyone but uh for completionists like me it's uh it's pretty great Yeah, like like John said, the the candle base is really cool, and the zombie one is also. But the, is it is it like an attachment or what is it? The zombie one. What zombie one? I think that's teasing another figure for yeah. oh, that doesn't come. I thought with it this. was like part. Oh, okay. I thought it was part of the base. Yeah, but I think I think what they should have done is maybe make this one sculpted. I mean, rooted here. And the other one, leave it sculpted to like make it kind of different. Because apart from the accessories, I don't know, like they pretty much look the same. But yeah, I mean, I like it. Yeah, I mean the 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 one division one. She doesn't have sleeves. Um, you know, she just kind of has uh, gloves and you know, no kind of top sleeves or anything like that. Mm. Uh, she also has a cape, uh, whereas this one doesn't have a cape. She just kind of has the, I don't know, skirt bottom or whatever you want to call that. So. There's some differences in the costume, but I, I can definitely see where there's a lot of overlap as well. Yeah, I also was going to say what you were going to say, but didn't say it because spoiler-wise, but yeah, I agree with you with that. 
so I'll, I guess I'll just hop in and piggyback off what Sean was saying in terms of the uh, WandaVision version. That's probably my most anticipated figure this year. I know that's an odd choice, but like I really enjoyed that show. I really liked the character. And so that's one that I thought the prototype looked great. And they, you know, kind of released the iterations, the, the teases of updates to the sculpt. And so I'm really excited for that figure. I'm a bit irritated, like John was mentioning, that, you know, they've got this up. They've got that version up for pre-order and they're putting this one. It's kind of cannibalizing their their market in a way, um, which is frustrating. And you would think that they would have released that ahead of time. I just want it in my hands. Um, that sounds odd. But I think that there's enough differences with that version and this version to maybe justify adding both at some point um, because I like the character so much. So I, I think it's, you know, it's a two-year from now problem really to have. Um, so I guess I'll just see if, if when the time comes, if I still have, you know, space in the collection or if I have the desire because I love the WandaVision version that much to add it. Um, I'll just reiterate, that, you know, the price point <laughs> at, now that we're creeping into those, you know, 320, 330, uh, range that does make me uncomfortable for you know a base or an extra sculpt right with the strange um, that being said the figures both look great so as long as the quality is improving they're giving us additional pieces uh, like we've asked for okay that's one thing but I, I just I guess I'd reiterate and just say you know wait on Marvel because I do think that they will tend to sit and you might get some deals as I've gotten you know recently um, so I, I, will, I will heavily consider this one and it looks really phenomenal um, and I love the diorama base, but yeah, it's just, just going to have to be a wait and see. Hot Toys and is I, almost... Oh, go ahead, Ben. I was going to say, I love this figure. For me, this is a 100% buy, especially the deluxe version. Now, I loved this new movie that this figure is from. Um, I think one of the challenges that Hot Toys probably faces is WandaVision specifically was a smash hit. I feel like it was, you know, not, it wasn't for everybody. Not everybody loved the show, but I think it's still one of the most successful uh, Disney television shows based on a Marvel character. It was I the first Marvel show, right, Ben? Yeah, well, I, uh, was it the first? I think, I think it was the first, yeah. Order wise, yeah. Pretty, yeah, if it, it was. was I, yeah. And it, and I mean, it was and it was awesome. Like for me, it blew my socks off. I didn't really care much about Scarlet Witch um, leading up to Age of Ultron. I liked some of her story in Ultron, of course. Um, and then going into WandaVision, I didn't really care. And by the end of the show, I loved it. And I felt like Hot Toys collectors or collectors in general were saying like, we want a Wanda from WandaVision. Like we want that in our collection. And if Hot Toys hadn't delivered that, there would have been a lot of frustrated folks then you kind of get to this film where this iteration of the Scarlet Witch, you know, I, not to give any spoilers, she's not really Wanda, she's the Scarlet Witch. This is almost an entirely different character, even though she looks physically the same and acts in some similar ways. So I think for a lot of folks, like, you could easily justify having both in your collection. I do think the outfit's different enough. Uh, and I love that they're doing things like this candle diorama bit. Like, that blew me away. I'm always thinking of ways that I can display my figures when I get them. And I honestly think that, like, this sitting position on the shelf is going to look so eye-catching in comparison to so many. Um, so, I, I this is a bravo Hot Toys uh, for me. I am willing to pay the, the, the cost on this one. I actually think that this is justified. Uh, you see that it comes with the dark hold. You see that it comes with the even the blackened fingertips from her touching the book. Like, 
so many key details there that I think are, are really, really cool. The only thing that I really don't love uh, is that magical effect that she's got behind her in that sitting pose. I'm hoping that you can still really pull this look off uh, without that part, because I wouldn't display that in my collection. That would definitely stay in the box. So Ben, by the time this, we're in Canada, so by the time this mm -hmm. comes to us, we're looking at after conversion, after custom 400 fees. bucks, 420. Easy. Add a hundred uh, bucks. More. Probably. I think it's going to be, I think it's more. When, I don't know how it works in, in Calgary, but if, if it coming to me, I think we'd be touching closer to five, 450. Five. We have the slightly lower sales tax. I think that would be the only saving grace on my side. But That's you're right. It's it's bananas. it's like, definitely getting high for sure, for sure. But I mean, I've paid, like you know, I've had my, my Mark Seven diecast. What was that like? Seven hundred bucks by the time it came. Like, yeah, well, Mark Seven is Mark Seven's Mark Seven. Like, for sure, one of the most iconic suits of armor in all of cinema history. Have you seen Have you seen this movie yet, Dean? <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's great, but I don't think in the test of time when people are remembering important films in the next, you know, decade I don't or two, know. Mark 7 I don't know. is going to be on that list. This, I don't know about it. It's just a, okay, lot, to, so, it's a lot to drop so, when you're, you're right. you, you have a Wanda on pre-order that hasn't released yet, and there's multiple... Yeah, so let me touch on that, but first, I love Baby Boy 562... Shout out to baby girl. Um, I love the name change. That's fucking hilarious. That like literally made me smile. But it's almost a catch-22 for Hot Toys because, you know, the shows and movies are coming so quickly with, like, on the Marvel side. Yeah. That their release schedule of, like, one to two years, just it's, it's just impossible for them to keep up. So it's either you have these figures that are double-stacked like this, or you run into that problem with, like, like the vulture problem right where it's like if you get a figure four years later that like no one cares about so maybe that's a discussion for another day but it's 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 yeah. a weird situation like with I mean, the mando situation it's like by the time uh the beskar 2 or the beskar figure came out by season two he had pretty much like added armor to that and like it was like already inaccurate by the time it was released it's just but an the production an schedules are so quick an important part to that is though and I was speaking to Brenton about this, and he brought up a good point. It may, when I look at this figure, it, it may not be worth it for me, but someone who's passionate about the character may say, "Hey, it's worth it." Right? That's well, that's true. that's the true value. The true value is behind there. But I just think that, like, I loved, for example, I loved the Mando Deluxe that came out, the original one. By the time that came to me, I was paying close to five hundred. Exactly. Look at what happened. They turned around and did the best car Mando. You get that thing for two thirty now. Yeah. Yeah. Now the the best car Mando, they basically took for the for the original deluxe, they took some shit that should have been in the in the Durasteel Mando and put it in a box, right? That's shitty. Really shitty is hey, we're taking the deluxe Mando and making it even better. Like we should have done to begin with. That's all very, very shitty. This, it's a completely different figure. It's a completely different look, accessories from a different, you know, movie. Um, it, it's a little annoying to double stack. Oh, sorry, that's my bad. But I will say this: more options is usually better. 
Now, it's up to the collector. Like John said, it's up to you. Like, how important is this to you? So, having more options of which one do you want, I think is great. Maybe WandaVision spoke to you a little more than this movie. Or maybe this is your favorite Marvel movie ever. I don't know. But I think it's a really cool thing to be able to have all these options. Um, Because like I said, they're completely unique. The Mando situation, that's the same same fucking suit, just way better. It's like, you could have done this immediately. They could not have done this. For WandaVision, because we didn't see all this stuff in that show. It's a completely different character, like Ben said. Wanda has been Wanda from day one. She's never been Scarlet Witch until this movie. Mm-hmm. She never goes by Scarlet Witch until this movie. Um, they kind of allude to it in WandaVision. He's like, does she have any aliases? He's like, no, she's just Wanda. And then now in this movie, it's like, no, I'm the fucking Scarlet Witch. So... I think it's great that we have all these options and it's up to the collector to really decide, you know, cause hot toys is just like, Hey, pick, pick of the litter. Which one do you want? It's up yeah. to you. I think that's great to follow up quickly as well. Uh, like I wasn't comparing figure or even like movie, um, like with the Iron Man, with the Mark seven one, all I was saying is kind of what you were saying there, Dean, in terms of value, I've spent what feels like astronomical amounts of money on some pretty cool figures uh, right, because right, those right. figures specifically meant something to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'd be willing to pay this price because this, this had an effect. I loved Sam Raimi, uh, uh, like at, at his vision of this film. I always loved the evil dead films. This feels That's like fair. a bit of a pull from that. That is uh, fair. And, uh, and, you know, I got to see this with my mom who, you know, I only get to see once or twice a year and it was just a great family experience. Like overall, I just had a great, a great time with this film. Hey, that's so, awesome though. Like that you're going to have that representation in the collection. 100%. You're going to think of that memory. That's beautiful, Ben. Exactly. And that's what you were saying, Dean, right? Like it depends on how, and John, like it depends on how it really connects to you. And if it has the value, then the price tag doesn't matter. It's going to, you're going to look at it every time in your collection and be like that sweet. <laughs> so. and, I, and I do want to say, you know, I, I like what Dean was saying about how having options that's really cool and also what zach was saying about this is kind of the new reality because there's so much content we are going to have you know multiples of figures uh being on pre-order it's just it's just going to happen um so i i'm not i can't be too upset i just wish that they had released the wandavision already um because i'm so eagerly anticipating it that being said we always knew she was going to show up in doctor strange right like that was you know mm-hmm. communicated to us from the beginning so i chose to move forward like hey, i'm already going to pre-order the wanda um WandaVision version. I've learned my lesson on pre-ordering Marvel since, but mm-hmm. back then I was like, you know, I'm all in. So can't really be upset that they're giving us this new version and it's awesome to, to choose or add both if you want. I was just I was just looking at SciShow and like comparing the WandaVision version <clears throat> and they are like really different actually. Even the face scopes, like the expression is like different. Like Dean said, that one's like more Wanda and this is like Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. So. But but it comes down to the fact that if you have to choose one or the other, let's just say you got a, a cheaper budget, a budget to work with, you don't have enough for both representations. You have one rep- room for one representation. Right. Which one are you going with? Are you going with the WandaVision version or are you going with this one? Yeah, but isn't well, that cool you have that option? Well, this movie sucks, so I would go with one. Wow, that's a hot take. That's yeah. Fern's well documented with that fucking hot take. I I don't think I think it's cool to have options, but I don't think it should be like you put out you put out a figure for pre order a year ago, 
and it's still up for pre-order, and now you're, you're putting wrong, up, uh, another yeah. rendi- another rendition of the character. Yeah, that's tough. It's almost yeah. like they should plan it better, prioritize pushing Wanda out first, because they know of this course. is coming. Exactly. Yeah, you're you're definitely not wrong, John. But I would say that you you haven't seen this movie, right? I've seen enough of it to say that it's um, it needs uh, a little I, love. Well, I mean, I think it's it's like like uh, I I think it was Ben said it's a different person it's a different figure so i think it comes down to what you know if you were mm-hmm. to choose which one you want you know which one it depends on what if wandavision spoke to you more or if you know her and or the scarlet witch you know spoke to you more so kind of yeah pick and choose which one you like more and kind of go with that one and you know it's great that we have that choice um you know also comes down to you know multiverse of madness is supposed to be a sort of a turning point or you know the next you know big thing in in marvel so um, you know, how this ends up in five years or, you know, th- by the time this figure comes out, even two years with everything that's coming out. I mean, this, she could be a huge integral, you know, part of this, this whole, you know, movie could have been a huge integral part to everything that's going on. So, um, you know, it might come down to that too, when it, when it happens, what, uh, what, what representation you want more. So, yeah, oh, that's, that's true. It doesn't help you decide to pre-order any sooner though. That's the thing for me. Like, like even like 100%. you're saying, in in two or three years, like however long it takes to come out, what if there's even another movie with her in it with another probably will by be, the man. time we will, right? And so, like putting these out from Hot Toys definitely doesn't make me want to pre-order. If anything, it's like, well, I guess I'm gonna see this figure in my collection in three years. That's cool. Like I'm excited for that, and just will continue to save my money in my own bank account otherwise, right? Yeah, and it also goes back. How many times have we said don't pre-order? Like. Our our next, our next. That's a great segue there. Yeah. Um, Hot Toys. It it almost seems like it's a meme at this point, but um, and we said it when uh, that first third-party company and then Toys Era announced a Vulture that it it was you know I think I said something like within five months we'll see Hot Toys's pre-order go up, Um, and we've seen that first big step towards that with the uh, tease of their Vulture. Again, a tease does not necessarily mean a figure is coming. You know, months ago, everyone got riled up because they showed a Batmobile. We've yet to see that go up for pre-order. There's plenty of times they've shown figures like Shazam or Poe that never make it to pre-order. But to me, it almost seems, um, I don't want to say a deterrent, but like it's like Hot Toys just kind of flexing just enough to get people scared. And in fact, uh, 1-6 Kit... Um, and a few other third-party retailers uh, started offering uh, free cancellations where you could get your NRD back if you just pre-ordered last week um, the different vultures that were out there uh, so that you could maybe pre-order this. So I, I thought that was um, you know, pretty decent customer service because um, I think the deposits were something like 30 40 bucks. So um, I, again, I, this is kind of super late my hot toys and to me it, it only seems like it's been motivated by the third party announcements so um i'm i'm not particularly interested interested in this um especially with toys are making some very critical updates to their figure which we'll talk about in a second um is anyone you know going to get this over the third party ones or like who here on the panel is even interested in having a vulture in their collection um bro if wanda is three thirty. Shipping and tax over four. I could just imagine how much this fucking thing is gonna be. Ain't no fucking way. 
at 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 those prices, even with the Wanda at three thirty or or even base two eighty five, for me personally, that character's got to be fucking important to me. Like, like an Iron Man, I would pay that. I've paid more than that for an Iron Man. I heard or, some people saying four forty, and I was like, hell no. Ain't no, no fucking way. There's no fucking oh, no. way. This without a, bro, without a portrait? Gets you one wing. <laughs> without a yeah. portrait. Yeah, so uh, it, it's... Uh, I wouldn't even consider this. I don't even want... I I think the third-party ones are too expensive. Like, Vulture is just not that important. Not only to me, but, like, the MCU. I don't... I think he's a fucking small fish in the pond. Bro, he you was in Morbius. I mean? Come on, what are you talking about? Spoilers. It's Morbin time. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's just the prices are too too crazy for someone to. They need to be fucking like important. That's my point. To me personally, that's the way my collection is going now that these prices are getting crazy. I think this is going to hit between five and five seventy five, five eighty five. I don't think we'll get a portrait. I'll be surprised Ain't if we get no a portrait. Way. Um, you think five? I think more. I'm what was thinking. The, what was the gantry? What I was can't, the gantry? I can't see this mm. being more. I don't think they're gonna use diecast. They use some diecast in the gantry. I don't think they'll use diecast here. I can't see this being more than a tumbler. I can, a hundred percent. To me, not. this is like a this is like a seven hundred dollar figure. For so me regardless, models. where yeah, I get frustrated, I so a couple things, and I want I should have mentioned them maybe on the last figure, but um. Number one, this is a prime example as to why you don't order third party. I can understand if you want to go the cheaper route, but if Hot Toys is putting out a teaser, just don't order third party. Of course, there's a little hiccups to that because you got you got stuff like um, the the cockpit Jedi Starfighter that Howard's hey, come well. out and said he's not touching. So, but he's come out and said, "Hey, we're not doing this." Um, you saw it with the Goblin. You saw it with Doc Ock. Are you really surprised? You think Hot Toys paying for the license is going to let the third-party companies make the money? Um, that's number one. Number two, and, you know, when I started streaming, I don't want to say I stopped listening to other streams. It's not necessarily I stopped. It's just like I kind of want to formulate my own opinion and don't want to, I don't know. But the other day, I was watching some Hot Toys streams. And I do Hot Toys. I do statues. I'm a, a little bit of a... But now I understand why so many people do not have the same point of view that I have. It's brainwash. The stuff that I watched and was listening to was, and I'm not going to use names, was utter brainwash. It's nuts. And I don't want to bring the Gandalf into it because I'm so sick of talking about that damn Gandalf figure. But you have guys to this day still shitting on that Gandalf figure and specifically just for one reason we know the staff talk but specifically because of the price and they're like oh 500 shipped to your door that's too much i can't pay that that's too much but on the other end they praise a wanda figure that's 330 okay at that quality and they praise this they say that this is a day one pre-order and you're going to be paying five to seven hundred to that for this what Zach's thinking more than 500. I think five. I can't see this being more than the tumbler. Maybe it is. 
We'll see how they innovate this if it even if it comes out. I think it's going to come out without a doubt. I think it's coming. Here's here's my reasoning. So I just um, wanted to say one more one quick thing into yeah, that. Yeah, into go that. Ahead. Please, please. Um, it's hot toys like the ass kissers. It's it's nuts. I hear people saying, "Oh, hot toy! It's a new hot toys now. It's a new." Co-. You ask yourself if competition in the last ten years. The last ten years. The problem is you get a lot of new collectors, so they fall for this shit. In the last 10 years, look at the history. What innovation has Hot Toys brought to this, brought to this uh, collecting community? What, a USB plug-in that they use for one, two figures? What innovation have they brought in? I mean, you could almost... I think up until all. this year, like the best portraits that one yeah. six-scale companies oh, could skull- make... Sculpting some portrait. of the best cut and, cut and but sew. I'm saying what innovation to a release, what innovation to their bodies that they use. Sand bases, how Mandalorian bases did we get for figures that don't even need sand bases? Okay, but compare, I mean, compare a, a 10 year old Hot Toys to a 10 year old Sideshow. There's a lot of innovation between the two. Yeah, I agree. Well, um, but, but you could also say, and, and I, John, you're not completely wrong. In 10 years, they ha- maybe they haven't done much. But I would say in 10 years, they have been raising the bar on standards for a long time, which is great because now other companies are coming out and like, hey, we could do better. We could do better. But you could also say the same thing about all those companies. Well, what innovation have they done? But I'm not comparing necessarily to Sideshow. I'm comparing Hot Toys to Hot Toys. The price jump that we have been getting. Has there been enough in- innovation? Oh, or- but that not. that may not be entirely up to Hot Toys. Though. I mean, there's a lot of factors which, you know, I'll talk about right now. Um, Euler says if Yost was able to do it for six hundred dollars, that was six hundred dollars when it went up for pre-order like two or three years ago. And Yost has said many times on his Facebook group that that price was absolutely way too cheap for the amount of work and pieces and research and development that had to go into that figure. So if Hot Toys is starting from the ground up making a figure like this at if it's truly one six scale where it's like that four foot wingspan, I personally I think it will have to have die cast to support the weight and to make it structurally sound, which is a big problem that Yost had uh, going into it was making it you know not basically just fall apart. I personally can't see this in today's dollars and cents where figures are going for almost twice as much as they were four years ago. I can't see this being any less than six hundred bucks. This personally. and this is my point. Trexler's comment here. Because the the thing with the Tumblr is they had everything. It was just a straight, you know, bust out the molds, make more tumblers. This is complete, brand new everything. And that's where I think the cost is going to come in. Um, To read that comment, uh, Trexler says magnets aren't innovation. It's not the point of magnets are not not, magnets are innovation, but the forearm, the forearm attachment where you get they, they did with the Joker is innovation. The magnetic bases is innovation. The that rooted hair, the rooted hair, they're where they're executing. And again, this is just production. That's innovation. At the end of the day, it's not a Hot Toys Queen battle here. Like, I, I feel like it is, but at the same time, I'm just saying, because I still love fucking Hot Toys. I still collect Hot Toys. I haven't sold a Hot Toy. I haven't, I'd still buy a Hot Toy. I'd never pre order at this point unless there was an exclusive to it, a time window or, some, or something. I'm not, the point here is not the fight against Hot Toys. The point here is it's the people that are talking about this. And it's it sounds like brainwash. It sounds like brainwash. I feel like we're here to educate collectors, 
and yeah shit on on be honest to each other and and shit where shit needs to be said and this and that but to just come out and make the comments that i'm reading utter ridiculous john are you, are you saying that they're overhyping hot toys or they're way too high on hot toys compared to other companies that are out there i say there's a lot of hypocritical comments it's a lot of hypocritical comments it's praising hot toys i've heard hot toys oh it's a new hot toys this is it the, what are you talking about you think he gives a rat's hat we're going to talk about a little bit more with the next release we're with uh I, I don't know if it's next or whatnot but we'll get into it a little bit more it's not no new hot toys this is hot toys with a flame under their ass and now they got to come out and justify pricing at 330 figures are coming out at 330 in the states how about for the people across the borders it's it's getting to be ridiculous in my opinion but I mean, it's just the way the world is, though. I mean, it's twice as much to fill up my gas tank than it was last year. And that's I mean, fine. That shit trickles down. That's fine. One but... thing I would say as a correction, though, I don't think Queen is innovating in their magnetic bases at all. We saw um, Molecule 8 do it in 2017 with their John Lennon. So um, I, I wouldn't give them the credit for that innovation. But I'm not, I'm, exactly, I'm, not giving them, I'm not giving them credit. I'm telling you that... Well, how to, uh... I guess what I'm saying is I've yet to really see... You know, obviously the outstanding artistry on Queen, but what they've nothing that they've done to me personally is incredibly innovative. Die, like we've seen other diecast as well. Diecast accessories alone. Diecast I mean, accessories. Asmus has been doing that for ten years. And, and it's not just. Accessories. It's not just like I said. It's not just Queen. It's I'm not talk, just talking about Queen. I'm talking about in general. I I think. I don't know. I'm. I'm not the kind of guy that I'm going to go say, yeah, Hot Toys is killing it. Because they really aren't. They really aren't, in my opinion. Yeah, and Manny brought up this point. Um, you know, when we first saw the Vulture from Jazz Inc., that's a real leather jacket. Mm -hmm. You think you're going to get real leather from Hot Toys? No. Exactly. That would be innovative. That would be a really cool feature to see on a character whose fucking main thing is a leather jacket. Like... That would be one of the most important things I think you could do is start, you know, innovative. On and it's that's this is what I mean. It's these comments innovative before the that's fine. Okay, best car kid, that's fine. But even in Hot Toys production photos, they're not being innovative. They're not being innovative. Hot Toys is just pumping, pumping pre orders. That's all it is. It's pumping pre orders. I'm not a Hot Toys fanboy by any stretch of the imagination, but they've <clears throat> they've done some really different stuff the past few years. The illuminative effect, like we've seen on Scarlet Witch with the neon tech suits, and with the the frankly fantastic uh, Black Panther, the execution on that is like nearly flawless. With the, those, um, yeah, uh, it's like a UV effect. Um, I'm not saying that Venom every suit? Hot Toys isn't completely innovative, and they. I mean, you and I both know I'm the first one to call any company out for any fucking stupid shit that they do. But Hot Toys, I mean, there's a reason why if you see a six scale figure, most collectors will just call them, you know, a Hot Toy. It's it's synonymous with one six scale because at the moment they are the best company. Um, well, it was standard. it was there. They were they, the only they're, company. They're the standard. No, there's plenty of companies making one six scale. Licensed? They're the best at Sideshow, okay. Asmus. Plenty of companies out there. Oh, there's there's not just one company, John. There's plenty of companies. There's plenty of companies. Um, Asmus doing Lord of the Rings. Sideshow puts out how many figures a a year? 
A Hot Toys is the one pumping out the pre-orders, and you get to see them okay, online. Okay, but to say that there's no other companies putting out one six. Well, okay, maybe they're okay. Well, if you're taking my words literally, then maybe there's not no other companies. But Hot Toys is. I mean, Hot Toys at the moment is the best, though. Until Queen releases something and we see other ones, sure. at the moment, I think. Hot well, Toys they're is still the only one. Sure. Okay. Well, not the only one, but they're, well, uh, let's say they're the only one. Pro- <laughs> they're still the only one producing at that level. I wouldn't say you can compare an Asmus or a Sideshow to a, a Hot Toys release. But John, I do agree with you though. With higher prices, I get that's the way of the world right now. But with higher prices come higher expectations. I know that's specific to me. It's like okay, well, if you want three twenty or three thirty for a figure, like it better be an absolute banger. There's other options now. More companies entering the market already, and more in the future that are vying for my dollars. So if things are going to keep going up, we're going to have to start seeing innovation. We're going to have to start seeing quality and and just things continue to escalate to go along with that price point. So that's what's refreshing about this channel is we're always keeping it real. You guys are always keeping it real. And the rest of the panel, um, we'll just tell you how, how we feel, right? That's well, to what tag I love on about this channel. To tag on to that, Marco, too, like I love that these other companies are at least forcing some competition out of Hot Toys because I do think that, yeah, maybe we haven't seen a ton of innovation for the last decade. But now that these other companies are getting closer and closer and closer to Hot Toys, if they're going to start releasing images like this and they actually intend to release it, they better make it really fucking awesome because you know for sure we're going to still compare this directly to the Jazz Inc. or some of these other third-party options that are out there. And Hot Toys doesn't want to be the loser on that. So if they have to pump a higher price like marco's saying the quality better freaking be there or else that is immediately going to force people to start looking at other companies just like we're starting to with queen coming out with their own options and and uh, oh, sorry, ben, go ahead. No, no, sorry no no that's pretty much all i had i would say you hit the nail on the head it's the competition forcing their hand that's where i'm like well where's the respect for the collector so if these other companies didn't come with a competition would they be doing what they're doing? I've been collecting Hot Toys since 2008. Actually, we'll save it for the next one because that'll spoil the next. Uh, that'll spo- spoil the next release. So I'll I'll, I'll keep it for that. Can but I that's where I would say the portrait oh. is important, though, John. It, it's just that it's 10 years ago when I started collecting Hot Toys. The portraits weren't nearly the quality that they are now. No, so like that is still progression forward, whether or not you like it or not. Like, no, it, no, it, it you're is. right. That's not that wasn't the example that I was going to give. Okay. Nothing in regards comparing to what 10 years ago is comparing more business practice. But I just don't want to spoil gotcha. it because we're going to move into the figure. So I'll yeah. mention it. Sorry, go ahead, Marco. No, I'll let Sean go. I think he was going to say something. Uh, yeah. So I have the Jazz Inc. Uh, Vulture. Um, and I was thinking about maybe getting the Toys R one because it's relatively cheap and all this stuff. So um, I don't know what I'm going to do right now. I'm just I don't have anything pre-ordered. I'm just going to kind of stay with uh, the the Jazz Ink one. Um, I will say though, I wouldn't say I think to say that people who like or you know who are Hot Toys fanboys are brainwashed. I think is a bit um, too far in that. I think it's more of a brand recognition. You know, like like Zach was saying, like. We don't say I need a cotton swab for my ear. We say we need a Q-tip or, you know, we don't say give me a tissue. They say give me a Kleenex or something like that. I think nine times out of ten, you know, if you have two companies who are, you know, competing, say Toys Era. I mean, maybe Toys Era is a bad example because Toys Era has really stepped up their game. But whoever the other one is that's making the uh, the other vulture to this one, nine times out of ten, your money is quote unquote safer if you, it's going to cost you more, but it's, you know, it's a better bet that the quality is going to meet a certain expectation, you know, level with hot toys, just because 
they've been around for a while. They've done it, you know, for a bunch of different figures and all that stuff. So I think people who, you know, are maybe putting their money with it or, or praising it or whatever are, um, you know, doing it for that reason more so than being sort of Hot Toys fanboys. And there's probably some of that too, but, you know, it's not the only reason. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think competition's good. You know, I think it's definitely forced Hot Toys to release this. I don't think they ever would have if they didn't get bombarded with three other figures coming out uh, for this. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it executed. I'm, I'm happy for people that can get it, like I said, you know, and uh, um, yeah, keep on. Innovation is good, but I think most people buy, I don't want to say most people, I can't speak for generalities, for me, myself, the reason why I buy these figures and continue to buy these figures is the quality of the head sculpt and my relationship with the character and kind of how quote unquote cool the figure is. Um, innovation is cool, but it's always a secondary, you know, something or, or you know, uh, a nice tack on versus the only reason why I'm buying something. That's it. Let's, uh, let's blow through this quickly. Um, Toys Era released a statement. Uh, shout out to Toy Mafia. This is what he was referencing last week. We couldn't find it while we were live, but uh, we have it here this week. Uh, Dear Collectors, Toys Era has heard your comments about the wing size of PE11. We'd like to improve our product to perfection in return of your support. After carefully cons careful consideration, we have decided to adjust the wing scale, increase wingspan from 97 centimeters to 103, as well as increase the, the brightness of ambient lights and the articulation angle. We wish these adjustments satisfy your expectation. We look forward to sending you this masterpiece in the near future. Uh, so there's some people that are a little disappointed by this. I think they like the smaller scale of the initial offering, but in the way of the world, you're not able to please everyone. Now, Hot Toys did uh, put up a post where they uh, showed off some new uh, product updates on the Batman. I think this is the third uh, post we've seen related to these updates. So they are giving us uh, additional interchangeable hairstyles. They're also updating the hairstyles, which is great to see. Uh, the Bruce Wayne portrait uh, features the separate eye-rolling system, which is the uh, new version of PERS. I don't recall if the initial sculpt had that, but uh, they've made sure to feature that. And this is, in my opinion, one of the better ones. They updated the body physique and the Batsuit colors. Uh, the initial photos, it looked very black, but all the other um, marketing and stuff for the film, the suit is really like a dark, dark charcoal gray. So it looks like they fixed that color issue, um, which, you know, again, people are either going to love it or hate it. Uh, they also made the Batwing, uh, or the Batarang, rather, detachable, and it looks like it may have a point of articulation like we see in the film. So that's uh, three big updates there. Um, and I think, I think this goes back to the um, Queen Studio pressure. I think they're wanting to communicate this a bit more. They're wanting to put out... Um, the best product that they can make currently. And uh, I think these are definitely some much needed improvements that I think make this figure uh, much, much better. Especially if you look here on the right, this was the initial portrait uh, with the hair sculpt that they gave us. And I think universally we all agreed that the hair was, was really subpar, you know, for a regular hot toys, let alone one as significant as this. Um, and I, I mean, I think, I think this looks good. I've seen quite a few people that were on the fence decide to pre-order um, the price has stayed the same, so they're they're kind of making these changes um, out of their own pocket, so to speak. Uh, but I, I think this looks fantastic. Um, I'm not ready to pre-order just yet, but uh, you know, I definitely think um, I think they've shown uh, some great attention to detail here, uh, especially with that body physique and the bat suit colors. 
What do you guys think? <clears throat> yeah, I think those are all really great upgrades. Uh, I think they've made this a much better product. I don't. Sometimes people like overcompensate, and it's like you may have made this worse. Uh, this one, pretty solid. Um, I, I, I want to say Zach, you were right. They, it didn't have the the eye rolling feature before. Two hair sculpts that look way better than the initial one. I don't know if I'm a huge fan of the removable battering. I feel like that's gonna get really fucking annoying unless it's a really solid like I don't even know it can't peg in because then the you can't use the battering it's gonna have pegs on it so it's probably a magnet you would hope probably have, you probably have a tool that you just like you know yeah um I feel like that would just be super annoying but I guess we'll see um i just have a feeling i'm gonna be posing my batman around and that thing's gonna keep fucking falling out but batman orang yeah <laughs> yeah um but uh the upgraded colors very cool um yeah i think i think the pressure's on and they gotta fucking put out bangers so you i think you love to see it i could be wrong but you guys yeah this this is what i'm talking about um, this looks fantastic. The two-way line of communication, perfect. Although, it's nice to hear maybe a press release or something. Maybe that's too much to ask. It's a start. But, um, great updates here. Fantastic. The figure looks great. I'm not pre-ordering. I'm going to hold off. I want to see what the market brings with this. Whether I'm going to go the statue route even. I may go that route. Uh, or just see what other companies bring. The point I want to bring with this figure is, why now? Okay? Yeah, it's innovative. They're making their changes. But in 10 years of collecting, now they're doing this. Now they're making improvements so close to the release of a figure. We've bitched tons of figures with absolutely no communication whatsoever. Not a word, not an email, not a news announcement. You saw what they did with Mark 85. The head sculpt slapped collectors in the face, poor announcements, poor uh, resolution process. Now they're, they're shitting their pants, and now they're executing to perfection, of course, because of the competition. My concern was where was the loyalty to the customer before the competition came? That's what you guys need to keep your eyes open to. I understand there's a lot of collectors who just started collecting this year with COVID and stuff. But there's also a lot of old collectors that invested old money into the company and helped get that company to where it is today. All right, so just keep that in mind when you're you're praising Hot Toys. Great move. They could have sat back and not done anything, but you know, you got to look at the big picture as well. But you and, say that John, but you've also put years worth of money into the company, so yeah. I mean, it, apparently it wasn't a big deal then. You put, you put a lot of money in it. And I would also say this is still I know you mentioned it's right close to the release date. This is still a year plus away. So there's still but plenty that, of time. No, no, I didn't say for, it was close for, to the release date. Close to the release date of the pre-order. Okay, so that, there's right? that. Um, and Beskar Kid makes a great point as well. Um, they've done it before and not announced it with Kylo and Ray. Both of those portraits were uh, upgraded due to fan feedback. Um, I feel like every comment I say, you just headbutt back. But my print... my point here is well that's the point it's a panel where well not necessarily i i find here that 
the the communication process here was lacking and now it's tweaked but we've been asking for it to be tweaked for years we've been asking for how it would to you be tweaked. how would you want it to be better though john i i guess like i think my only feedback for that point is just like it seems like they almost can't win right if they don't do it then they're not helping us collectors or new collectors have better improved figures maybe based on more information that they're receiving uh, or they're not listening to your feedback from you saying for 10 years hey i want more communication hey if you notice that there's a change in, a, in an outfit that you're wrong on please fix it right mm -hmm. like if if that's what you've been asking for for all this time and and now they're actually doing it maybe they've had a change of management oh, maybe come there's on. a different pr ben, person on, i'm ben. just saying come on ben. maybe there's been a change and there has been no change. Now yeah, there's that, been now a change. That, now that they're doing, now that they're doing it, oh. you're not happy that no, I didn't say I wasn't it happy. It doesn't because it doesn't respect the money you've already spent. No, no, I praised, decade. I praised the release. If you rewatch re it afterwards, I praised the release. I always do. I well, what a supporter. I praised the release. <laughs> it's the um, it's it's what I say is in the community. It's hot toys can go without fault, and like I so said, major hot toys collector i always have been I still am it's just the things that i'm hearing in the community are hypocritical and people aren't looking at both sides of the story that's so all i'm not even comparing how queen could it have been better though i guess how, how could, could it have been better, been better? I guess. this how communication or this this change like what would it how would it have sat right with you better this this batman release yeah what would have made this i'm just stating with you? i'm just stating the fact that it's nice they're doing this now that's fantastic. They're making the right steps. Yeah. But I want us sure. to also not be fooled as to say, well, where's my business valued last year? Was my business valued when I purchased the Mark 85 and didn't hear anything about the replacement process? So now Hunt Toys wants mm -hmm. to kiss our ass because they need our money and our business because there's competition in the Shark Tank. But where was the respect for the customer a year ago, two years ago? I don't have to go back 10, buddy. I could that, go back six a, months. That's a sideshow thing, though. He's Hot always told wrong. every person to reach no, out to it's their exactly, It's not a sideshow thing, Zach. Hot Toys made Hot the Hot Toys isn't going to send you the product. They have official That's fine. It, but Hot Toys, with the customer service that they're showing us now, where within a few weeks they're already updating portraits, Hot Toys should take the ownership because they're creating the product to say, hey, we fucked up. Pardon my French. We fucked up. Here's how we're going to make it right. Whether it's through Sideshow, whether it's through whoever. If this isn't a reseller. This is Sideshow, a distributor. If it was a reseller, we're talking different game here. This is a Sideshow distributor. They should be partnering, partnering up. So it should be Hot Toys and Sideshow working together for a resolution. You're not going to get that shit anymore. Hot Toys is going to be on their game going forward. But I want you as a collector that's looking at collectibles at a certain values as to where to put your money and how companies ch are treating collectors. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to look at both sides. And that's John, all. I totally hear that. Oh, go, go ahead, Zach. Yeah, but that's, that's what we do on this panel. We are not, if you listen to some panels, you will hear nothing but Hot Toys, you know. Well, it's the same thing. Uh, I'm the only one that shoots on Hot Toys on this panel. What are you talking about, John? Man, I, what, what are you shit talking about? Bro? <laughs> what? Shit on them that, that's the most yeah, craziest thing you've said today, that. my guy. Okay. That's the craziest thing you've ever said. Okay. We we look at on this panel. We always look at both sides of the coin. I've, I I think lifetime. I'm more negative than positive on Hot Toys. Uh, in fact, we get comments all the time that we're the most negative uh, podcast out here. So yeah. Um, 
And even with Queen, I mean, I was negative on a lot of things on the Gandalf. I was positive when we were presented with more information. I think the great thing about CW is that we're not afraid to, you know, be vocal about this. When this first uh, was announced, like I said, universally, I think every single person on the panel that day did not like the portrait. We complained, other uh, collectors complained, and, we, and it, it was changed. I don't know what small part we played in that, but I mean... We were vocal yeah, about think, it, and within 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 like, I want to say ten days, they had already showed us the render of the improvement. And but then why did they do that? To, oh, I, because everyone John, complained. You're a, John, Zach, you're one hundred percent right. No, I think I think John, I think exactly. I think John is one hundred percent right. It's like why now? It's because, because of Queen. Yes, oh, one hundred percent. We've been saying, yeah, but you for didn't months. say that. No, you didn't just say that. You just said it's because you didn't just say that. We, I've literally saying been saying every time oh. you go back and listen, every single time we get an update like this from Hot Toys, literally the first thing I say, go back and listen. I promise you'll find this out. I say it's probably because of the pressure on, that Queen is putting on Hot Toys that we're now getting more stuff. I've said it when Asmus is updating things constantly now because Asmus is another company that's very difficult to reach, very few updates, subpar releases on occasion. I've always said that ever since that first silhouette of Gandalf was teased, that Asmus was, you know, got their shit rocked, and they've been much more uh, vocal, much more transparent in the process. I've yeah. said that for months. There's no D- way yeah. you could take that. Dean, back. what were you going to say? I think John makes a good point. Um, you brought up the, uh, I think it was Ben brought up the uh, Ray and Kylo. Why couldn't you have done that two years ago when those figures were coming out? Why couldn't you say, hey, guys, we're mm-hmm. updating it, we're making it better? Because they didn't need to worry. They knew, oh, they're going to fucking buy it. Now, with and Queen still, out well, there, they still don't like, really need to worry, fuck, though, right, we... Dean? Dean, they I got mean... the exclusive license pretty much for Star Wars. I, I get sideshows, maybe their competition, but this one, they got a direct one to one with in art. And we know J&D is probably entering the fray with the, with the one six. So we know they got one to one competition on this bad I, boy. I love you, Mark, yeah. bringing up J&D. J&D hasn't even, <laughs> J&D sitting back being like, look at these fools. <laughs> yeah yeah but i think i think john made a good point it's like now that they need our money instead of expect it now we're gonna start seeing this shit more often can um, i oh go ahead go ahead dean sorry i, I just want to say john is not wrong a hundred percent i think maybe a Maybe a little bit too impassioned but that's never a bad thing right i don't think i'm wrong at all it's an opinion that's yeah no, I think John's I, completely right on this. Oh, go ahead, yeah. Dean. Sorry, I keep cutting you off, bro. No, it's okay. I was gonna say I don't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's gone. So, so I will say though. So, you know, John, we we had a like a pretty heated debate about communication with you know collectors, and I will say I'll commend Hot Toys here. This is exactly what I want to hear from companies. When you've got good news to share with me, you got freaking crystal clear images. The messaging is on point. I know exactly what they're giving me. It looks fucking phenomenal. This is mm-hmm. what I want to hear from you. Easy. So that's all I'll have to say. Like, this is the right way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, this is going to be a, a, a standard thing going forward. Or at least it should be. Keep me updated. I mean, I, with Queen, I know we keep bringing up Queen, but it's almost like day-to-day with them. Hey, guys, we're doing this. Hey, we're doing this. Even if it's a private message that we've gotten or a comment in a post or a, uh, an actual post on their page, 
they're being very um, for, uh, forthcoming with what they're doing and what they're up to. So I think it's going to force Hot Toys to do this more often, and that it's not a bad thing. And again, I just want to reiterate, it's not necessarily about Queen. It's about the business practices of Hot Toys. We, we keep seeing Queen. We haven't seen Queen. We haven't seen Queen. Right. It's not necessarily just about Queen. It's the business practices we're talking about. Don't forget that. Because yeah. if you didn't see Queen come out, and we can't go into a DeLorean or into anything to see the future. If Queen or, or J&D didn't make announcements about coming into the... We don't know if we would have seen this upgrade on this Batman. So hold That's your horses true. when you You're start right. talking about you haven't seen it. Right. In I'm talking about business practices here. Yeah. I think John makes a good point when he talks about respecting the collector. Because it's our money, guys. And they want it. You got it. So are they respecting you as somebody who has the money that they want? Maybe John has a point about two years ago. Maybe they didn't. But they're sure going to fucking show it to you now. So, again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it's good. But but we say all the time that we vote it, We vote with our wallets, right? And I, I feel like, not, not to be the person that's pushing back so much on this th- today, but, like, every business is like that to a point, are they not? If their money is on the line, they're going to do more or try to do more to try and retain or grow their business because they're about to lose that business. Hot Toys isn't you that's not unique to Hot Toys. Any of the businesses that we've talked about would be in the same boat. If they were starting to lose those those collector dollars, they'd give us something extra to try and entice us to come back. That's why other companies give coupons or you get an extra Big Mac every time you go to a McDonald's yeah, for 3 course. months or whatever, right? And I I curious if you feel this passionate about about those companies or not. But the, the, the thing this comes down to is that, like, collectors, as much as I feel like I need all these in my collection, don't get me wrong, um, they're not life necessities. We do choose to purchase these really high-priced items. And I not you've said it to me a million times, John, I'm sure, like, vote with your wallet. If you're not happy with it, don't buy it. Wait, right? Don't buy it. But you have bought them. So, like, I get that you feel disrespected to a point. That, I think, is a very heartfelt perspective and i do appreciate your your thoughts on that it's just that i don't necessarily feel like they're going out of their way to disrespect us now if anything that they might actually be trying to listen and actually try to improve that perspective but they they never listen ben they never listen ben they're listening now that's my point they never listened previously they're listening now so i understand where you're coming from with your big mac analogy but it's the same as a cornered rat you corner a rat it's gonna attack Right, John, so we can't, no rat talk. Okay, but, <laughs> you know what I mean. You co- okay, you you corner a, a, a what do you call them? A rodent. They're gonna attack. So <laughs> yeah. A mouse. They, but also, Ben, if Big Macs for four hundred dollars, you bet your fucking ass, I'd be down. Hundred percent. But I'm just saying. It, but we're not we're not talking about the quality or the toy even itself at this point. We're talking about the business, right? It's and an I'm just saying figure. that anytime business is right, anytime business is on the line, a company is going to yeah. But how how are you as a consumer? okay with putting your head on a pillow saying well now the business on the line now they're going to look at me and give me attention when they didn't do it from day one sometimes i'm not i don't look at these as something that i need to have it's something that i want to have that's all i personally i personally look at this community and was given the opportunity thank you to zach and dean graciously i appreciate it given a voice and i feel like the voices i'm hearing out there I just want to, it's not that I want to counteract them, but I just want to be a little tidbit of maybe a voice of reason or another perspective that maybe may help a collector when making a decision 
on a collectible. Yeah, it's One like thing when I, I talk say, about how much I hate the Dark Knight. I know I'm a minority, but... But then you rally like Bane, and then you like the, the Batman. <laughs> um, Hot Toys has released something like 500 MMS uh, around More. there. More. You know, yeah, quite a crazy. significant number. Um, yeah. And I, I think, generally speaking, most of those are pretty decent. There's been times where they've really fucked up, and they've addressed it, you know... Unfortunately, like... 100% agree that with the Tony Stank portrait, like that should have never gone to market the way it did. They should have communicated that much more clearly. And and I will agree with you. Obviously, we talked about earlier sideshow in North America, at least in the United States. I assume they're the distributor for Canada. They should have been more vocal in getting the exchange process going because it was only like two emails, and most people that order it never saw those emails. But when Deadpool came out and people were ripping the suit with the wrist, Hot Toys was quick to address that. And there's been times throughout those 600 figures that they've made adjustments. I think it's much, 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 much more likely to happen now that Queen is doing this. And uh, I'll leave it at that because we're going to talk about Queen next. Uh, so the Gandalf figure, uh, they've put up some different videos and they've... Uh, John, the marketing director from Queen Studios, has um, done an interview this week with Anthony uh, from Six Scale Mafia and um also he responded to some of my messages to him and we're working on getting him on a stream uh to really kind of nail down these questions um i had nothing against uh anthony's stream but um, i think it would be great to get me and mark with john and, and really you know hammer this down with like crazy lord of the rings fans that really expect this like perfect figure uh because a lot, like during the 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 stream they weren't 100 percent sure of some of the things that we were mentioning in the comments so um, with that being said, uh, in the messaging with John, um, the sword at present, they said that they're going to add the engraving on the hilt on Glambering. Uh, that was something that I noticed was missing from the prototype. They said they are going to add that to the final piece. Uh, the pants at present do not have the flower print on the pants, which is kind of, I I've been kind of struggling if I want to make another video like I did of the, um, the staff video because, I've tried to look for it in the film, and it's very hard to see if those pants have the print on screen, but the people that made the costume have said that it is there, and there's, like, uh, sketches of what that looks like, and obviously the, all the Asmus and Sideshow figures up to this point have had it, so it is there. And it kind of begs the question of, if it's there on the prop, does it need to be there on the figure if it wasn't really seen front and center, and in my mind, I think it should be. Um, they did say in the interview with Anthony that only one staff was approved and that the staff that they have is accurate. And I pushed, uh, I, I told John that they need to push back on the licensor, and uh, I made a video showing the two different staffs that are clearly, like it's not even a question, they're clearly different staffs, and that they need to um, revisit this, that they should revisit it rather, because every company that's making a licensed Gandalf, uh, statue-wise, Infinity Studios Prime 1, the two Asmus, the old Sideshow statues, the Weta statues, they all have that proper staff. And it's it's bonkers to me that, um, you know, they were just approved for just the one. They also said, um, they released a video of hair futzing, but they also said on that stream that when you, and I said this last week and the week before, but that when you open this figure, it's not going to, it's not going to look like the way they have it. There's just no way. You're going to have to futz this because the futzing process 
the hair is very delicate. They have to put a product on there and they have to, to protect it during shipment, you know, from, from Hong Kong to the United States, from the United States to you. It has to be protected. So when you open that thing, there is going to be some product and some amount of styling. And they've said that that, that is accurate. So for those people that were looking just to open it and just plop it on the base and be good to go, there will be a, a amount of futzing um, that you will need to do. Um, I know Nicolio said is uh, who's going to pose their Gandalf giving a curtsy to see those ankles though. I agree with you, but the thing is on a figure that you're able to pose, you know, in any number of scenes, those pant legs are going to show up. You are going to see them 100%. In most of their pre-order photos that Queen had put up, they were basically neutral poses, but if you're going to put them in, in any sort of pose, you are going to 100% see those. Um, and Beskar Kid says, yes, you couldn't see the straps on the back of Vader's shin guards, but they're on the Hot Twist figure just like the costume. So if that's the case, I, I do expect um, them to be there personally. Um, so um, that's the updates that we got from Queen privately and then in the uh, stream with Anthony. Um, like I said, I do want to... And I've asked John, he's, he's kind of getting a schedule, schedule together to um, see when we can kind of nail down some of these questions and... And I'm hoping we can kind of push for some uh, genuine answers on this. Uh, we did also get a super chat from uh, Don Maton. He says, this is why I watch every week, difference of opinion with passion. Uh, anyone have anything to comment on any yeah. of those updates about the I'd like to say, um, I, uh, Queen needs to smarten up too now, right? So they have an opportunity here. They're shaking the market. They need to wake up and smarten up. John's a great guy. Um, I like what they're 100%. doing. Uh, amazing guy the what he do, what he does with the community amazing to take all the time to go on all these streams but i'm sick of hearing the well i need to take it back to viper i need to take it back to viper and i understand it's not him it's not anything but i think that if you really want to start a movement right you really want to start a movement and show your customer service and that you want to be involved in the community I think you should select streams, stream yourself. I don't care what you, but you should get Viper with a translator and have the conversation right there. And maybe that's a lot to ask for, but I think if you're coming in as a new company and you kind of, you know, a lot of people, not a lot of people doubting you out there and you want to prove yourself and you're, you want to stand out, let's get, instead of getting the same conversations over and over again, Let's get the head guy or head representation that can answer the questions. I understand there's a language barrier. Well, there's, this is 2022. We could get a Google Translate. We can get a translator easily. doesn't even have to be live. We can do a pre-recorded video with appropriate questions and answers. Respectful. And that's how you do it. Nothing against John because I appreciate what they're doing. At least they're coming out. It's a do, do, uh, damned if you do damned if you don't kind of situation where he comes out people bitch him up oh that's the right answer, this and that but then if they go and pull a hot toys and where they don't come out then they're getting bitched out the same way so i appreciate what they're doing john uh Viper did the video of with the joker though right so like we have heard of him from him directly right so so what you're proposing we've even seen better point yeah i didn't yeah. even remember that yeah even better point he can do trust me he can do if you put a man on you there's a will there's a way it's just on how how much are you willing to put yourself out there and to you know what i mean to be put on the spot and be able to answer I, those questions yeah 
I completely but, agree because it's easy to say like, well, I'll have to go back to Viper. But the thing, and this is nothing against John because I understand how this company works. Yeah. It's, it's easy to hide behind that, but then there's times like with the, uh, the window, uh, thing we never really got a response from that when the when the answer was well i'm going to go to the team and see what they say it's been what john like three four weeks we never yeah. heard back about that so well it's not only I that it's yeah they, where's my statement exactly yeah i think um i think in my opinion the uh thing that that i think would be best for us to do um you know if it's possible like you said we'll get viper but i think we need to have very clear and concise questions submitted in advance and we need to have John answer these questions live so that there's no, I'm going to go to Viper. Correct. I want the answers exactly. you know, there. Or that. That so, works as well. If he's yeah. camera shy, of course. Yeah. Um, I think because uh, the thing is, John, this release, the window, closes in something like 15, 16, 17 days. And collectors need to be informed. And I don't know if that's the, the queen set the window, but everywhere I've seen is about June 14th, 15th. Uh, collectors need to be informed of when... Uh, by the time the pre-order closes, what exactly they can expect. Um, that's kind of where I'm at with this. I just, and, and I just on screen, I have the, the photo of the pants here. So this is the print that's missing. This is on all the mm -hmm. different uh, Gandalf statues and, and, and figures and stuff like that, where you can see the pants. I, I'm sorry. I, 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 just a couple more things to say. I know I'm getting way too passionate. It's just, I don't want to say I'm unemotional about this stuff. It's just I've collected like my entire life, and this is like my thing, and I get really passionate. So I'm, I'm sorry if I'm going on rants and this and that, but, um, so that was one point. The other point was, um, well, this one here, Scott, I love you, but damn, hear this all the time, $500, it should be a hundred percent accurate, bro. You're paying $400 for that Dr. Strange, or for example, that Scarlet, which 350, 330, you can't even bend the arms because you're going to be scared that the suit's going to rip. Like, come on, if you're going to fight one end, you got to fight the other. But regardless, Queen screwed up. Queen screwed up with that promotional video. End of story. Where they showed the staff, the Moria staff. It wasn't that, that staff. It was the staff they gave us. This, yeah, but they put the crystal. They put the crystal. They know then. There's no justification. Because even if they gave us a crystal to put on this staff, okay, it's not they, the right staff. They can, but they can play stupid and be like, oh, we didn't know, we didn't know. Here, they gave us the one staff. And on top of it all, they photoshopped the crystal for that scene. It's like, hello, you know, you can't do that. You can't do that. You, 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 to give the crystal, that would have been a half-assed move, but at least you would have had the crystal. But they need to make, I think this decision here with the staff is what will, this decision here with the staff is what will set them apart. If they yeah. go ahead and, and if they fix this, this will set 100%. them apart. Now, Cuervo says, so demanding answers now. The thing is, though, if this company, like if this was Hot Toys and we had, you know, 17 months to pre-order, that's one thing, right? But when you're telling me I have, in some case, three days with the Joker or 20 days with the Gandalf, I mean, you do need those answers now because you're losing that's 70 a great bucks to cancel. You're, you're losing 70 bucks minimum, or you might be out of pocket 500 and it shows up at your door and it's missing a staff and has, uh, you know, just generic... Uh, uh, gray, oh uh, gray pants so it's um to me it it very much is because like i said there's a lot of streamers out there and i love all the people that stream in our community but for this figure in particular i think our channel has some of the most experienced lord of the rings collectors mark pearson one of the best lord of the rings guys i know i learned everything from lord of the rings for the most part from him i think that um 
we're in a position that we can have this discussion intelligibly and and really show that these things need to be added or changed um so yes frankly that we do need answers because the way that these pre-orders are staggered like it's it's just you either pre-order it now or you're stuck paying four or five times retail like i yeah. did with the razor crest um Ninja well, it's, says, and, and it's not only that. If you're going to come out and market yourself that you're answering questions, answer the damn questions. Or else don't market yourself to pretend you're out doing hot toys and exactly, then not give us exactly. the answers, right? Yeah. Exactly. You can show show face on a camera is easy. you got to actually, you know, show that you give a rat's ass. Yeah, 100%. Uh, sorry, for you, says, sorry for saying rat. John is landing blows. Uh, <laughs> give it to the company's left, right, jab, body shot, KO, I tip my hat. And yeah, that's the thing that I got on the uh, video that I did, that they said that it seemed like the people in Queen hadn't seen the film. And what bothers me, and this is a question I want to ask John as well, uh, hopefully we get him on, is I'm curious how much research that they really do for these figures. Um, the Joker, uh, I think, you know, I, I don't really have the eye for the Joker, so I don't know if there's things that were clearly missing from that figure. But for Gandalf, like, I would think... Me personally, and maybe this isn't the way other companies work, but if I'm making a 1-6 scale Gandalf, I'm going to go out there and buy every 1-6 scale Gandalf on the market, see how those figures work, see what they're doing, see what can be improved on, and then use that as the basis for when I make mine. Because just doing that, they would have caught, you know, literally the three things that are missing from this figure if they had just bought one Crown Series Gandalf. Now it seems like they're they're right up against the start of production and maybe already like locked in with the licensor and they're missing potentially a ton of stuff. Um, but even that, there's tons of references, just a, a two minute Google search. You can find um, this uh, website. It's, it's you know, very small website, but this person had hands-on experience with the physical prop costume, the, the hero costume, if you will. And they have very well-documented pleats and, and just tremendous photos. They have a hand-drawn sketch of this flower print that we see here uh, with the spacing, the markings, the dimensions, the color, uh, I mean, it's it's a replica prop forum, uh, replica prop forum quality um, research that this person did that would have saved them a bunch of headache if they had just referenced that, and that you could find that with a two minute Google search. So, um, I, I just have to wonder, um, you know, what level of research was done on this because, you know, with the Joker, I don't know if the props are easier to access or, you know, the movie is just has more shots of everything that you need. Um, whereas this, a lot of the outfits hidden by layers of fabric, um, but it, it just seems like, uh, it just seems like this, this is, you know, if you're sculpting a butterfly and you're telling me you can't go through the work to check that there's two staffs in the film, it's just kind of wild to me. Well, I, I have to wonder too. I mean, John, you could probably answer this. <clears throat> do you, you know, cause they're typically a statue company. Do statue collectors typically look at this level of detail because I, I you know i hear oh. accuracy and all this stuff from you know one six collectors a, a ton and maybe i just don't listen to enough statue specific streams but you know is it is it this level of detail that people are looking for as well in the statues or is it more you know big grandiose pieces type deal i'm not sure it's i'll be honest the statue community the one six community it's like savages Compared to the statue community, to be honest, <laughs> and I'm in both, so I'm, I it's like Jekyll and Hyde, right? That's my, how I am. But oh yeah, they'll go into the detail through companies. Um, but, but isn't that why we collect yeah. scale and statues? The accuracy, the screen, yeah, hundred percent. 
the closer to the screen you could get, like that's why I'm paying top dollar. It, yeah, it no, needs to look like it just ripped from the screen. Yeah, no, and 100. percent And it was more a point of I wonder since they've been doing statues and this is their first forte or I guess second forte into six scale, maybe they're not used to looking for this stuff. I 100 percent agree that it should be there, and I'm just trying to maybe formulate a reason like why maybe they you know got hit I mean, this hard with this one because it's it's pretty glaring the stuff that they left off i mean a whole ass staff is like it's not i guess, you know, I, I could understand the the stuff on the pants because you know it's robes did it okay sure but like a whole ass staff is like another thing used be part of me wonders like with with this character like it's an organic it's like it's a great it's organic it's not like you know in the film he's using a glock like you know you could look up a billion pictures of a glock it's it's basically two wooden sticks, right? And there's just mm-hmm. subtle differences between the sticks. It's much harder than, you know, going to the film armory and saying, okay, he had this gun, this gun, this gun. We can easily, you know, make those. I was um, gonna say, it's lazy. how many different Glocks there are, bro? Well, I mean, oh, no, here we again, go. very well <laughs> documented. Dean, Glock Dean 19, go Glock 43. Yeah, Jesus Christ. We'll be here for Glock Weekly but next week. Like you say, Zach, if you're coming into this market... Do your do sorry for sorry. Do your research, man. You you have do to. Do your homework. Or God damn it, Dean. You damn it, I'm sorry. Do your homework. I don't know. You have Especially to if it's your second figure, right, John? They don't really have a big body of work with the one six community yet to fall back. Exactly. on. Exactly. And 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 um, Marco, Zach's passionate. I'm passionate about Batman. We're gonna dissect it from top to bottom. So yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like absolutely. Yeah, That's and we're not point. the only ones. I mean, just go to the comment section. There's other people that are asking the oh, same yeah. questions. We're not the outliers here. No. Um, yeah, I think it's important to, especially this early into their career of 1.6, to really nail this kind of stuff, especially at the price points that we're talking about. I mean, yeah, it, it, that's, <laughs> that's those are glaring uh uh, inaccuracies yeah so if i could just say one more thing uh and then if anyone else wants to take on this um punisher says it's 500 dollars because the hair is made of wool and it's rooted what what do you expect first off the rooting process 100 percent is um uh, a big part of the cost i will not disagree there but right. wool is extremely cheap punisher i don't i don't know if you i've rooted figure hair with premium tibetan lamb wool you could get for like ten dollars enough hair to root probably like three figures it is not that expensive how long did it take you to root it okay so i've never rooted anything so Mm -hmm. and and i will say not only have i not rooted anything i will say i probably didn't root it anywhere near as good as the asimus gandalf Mm -hmm. um it took me on the attempt that i left it at probably about uh probably about two three hours okay but again, I didn't. I didn't put as much hair as the uh, the Queen uh, Gandalf has, and I also didn't do the beard because the the Asmus has that sculpted beard. So, um, I I think what uh, Asmus said they they did a uh, comment that uh, I think it takes a, a worker like a day to do one or two, yeah. like a full eight hour day, and that, yeah, that seems appropriate. S- that seems very accurate. I was going to say for for someone who doesn't know what they're doing, Zach. To be able to attempt it, spend a few hours on it, realize maybe it's a little more than I could to- chew. Three hours, not that bad. You're talking about somebody who does it for a living and a team of people doing it because it's not just one guy. We already know that. It's a team of people. Yeah, it's not like 
it takes a fucking fortnight to get it done you know one thing also um he says if it's so cheap then why does hot toys not do it because the the tibetan lamb fur it's that shaggy hair and um i i assume you could probably straighten it but for a character like black widow i think it's probably just easier to get the uh it's like a like nylon a vinyl yeah, yeah nylon type hair with with a character like this where um it would be very difficult to make mm -hmm. the nylon have these natural uh waves in it it's much easier to just get the wool and yeah, that's why the joker the joker actually may have that wool too because his hair is very shaggy in the uh mm -hmm. well i was they may have say, dyed it though also on someone like gandalf who's got super long hair look what they had to do just now with the with the scarlet witch She's got two different heads, head, hair sculpts. One where it's behind her, so she could, you know, kind of look around and and articulate, and one where it's she's just standing yeah. there. Whereas, you know, when it's rooted, he could look in any direction, and it's gonna be natural. Not only that, but in the film, you know, we, we're all kind of used to that Gandalf with, you know, like this. But in certain parts of the film, the hair, you know, when he's fighting the Balrog, it kind of goes on his face and you can replicate all those different little subtle variations which is why i i personally don't think a uh, a sculpted gandalf would work particularly well so the um, only question i have in regards to this now is uh for you guys on the panel ordering i don't know who's going to order but if he doesn't uh if they don't include if they end up not including the staff will you still place your pre-order that's a tough question. That's a really tough question. If if it's like I I'm very fortunate that I have that staff spare. I ordered one to do an LED mod and I just never got to it. I think that this looks so good, and you have to realize that that staff really is the second staff of the film. So you can still replicate with screen accuracy, you know, minus the pants, everything up until Rivendell. So I don't know because I I typically like to display my figures you know, scene specific stuff. Granted, the base is definitely a Moria base. So I, I don't know. It's really hard to tell um, at the moment. I think the price, uh, honestly, I was expecting 650, 750, you know, just based on what, you know, if you get some of these guys in the community that are really good at rooting, that all they do is root hair for a living. I mean, for a figure like this, you know, a hair and a beard, I mean, you're looking three, four, 500 bucks. Easy. Just, just to root the portrait, right? That doesn't include the custom paintwork, the portrait itself, um, they're incredibly expensive to do that. So, I mean, I was thinking this was going to be much, much more expensive. Um, I would probably still order it, and that's... I wouldn't order if this was any other character. I just... I have a whole, literally, garage shelf full of Gandalf stuff. I think this this could be the best Gandalf figure once it's released. Um, so, I don't know. And I know that's hypocritical, 100%. You know, speaking with the wallet thing, I get that. I've always said I'm not the beacon of, like... You know, don't don't use me as the judge of character because, you know, I'll say one thing one week and then even the same show I'll say something else. But for me, I think that they've they've improved on a lot of things that the Asmus didn't do well, specifically the eyes and the hat. Um, they're missing some things. Um, I don't know. And and also for me, I think it's it's also the excitement of maybe, um, like you, John, when you had mentioned the Joker, it's like investing in this new company and kind of. Um, in a way maybe securing other releases in the future so mm -hmm. i don't know it's very hard to see mm -hmm. very hard to see if i'll pre-order it um anyone else have a take before we move on the only thing that resonates with me here is just trust for the community um i know john was you know feeling feeling raw about hot toys earlier and i think because we haven't had a queen or an in art one six scale figure in hand yet um you know the joker is my one of my favorite characters of all time 
um, you know, he didn't come with the shotgun. He didn't come with uh, handcuffs that were that standard so with the figure. Um, but his his head sculpt, his portrait, his likeness is insane. Like if if the the final quality is anywhere close to that prototype, if not better, like hopefully, uh, I think it's going to blow us away. What would have really resonated with me, because I I would say that I'm a big Lord of the Ring fan, but a Rings fan, but I'm not on the same level as, you know, Yuzak or, or Mark Pearson, what would have really blown me away for Queen is if you'd been able to look at this figure and go, wow, it's perfect. It's literally, it's got, it's literally got everything. That would have blown me away because we're so used to picking apart uh, these figures and collectibles to a point because we've had history with Hot Toys or other companies where they're close, real, real close, like my Marty that's sitting beside me. I'm stoked to look at this guy, but I'm calling it an 85% likeness to the figure. Like, if, if this guy was exactly what guys like you and Mark Pearson were looking for, and the Joker was exactly what guys like myself and maybe Scott Bradley were looking for, I, I would be so amped for the future of the company. Uh, and that would that would solidify that trust that ben, they're looking for. You order the Joker, correct? 100%. Okay. 100%. Because the Joker, for me, is one of my favorite characters of all time. I was willing to gamble with that. But now I have to wait. Now I'm in the wait and but, see stage. But that would say you, you would right? say you trusted them in a way, no? Because you nope, pre-ordered. Not at all. I know. No? A gamble okay. is not trust. It, okay. Gam- I go into a casino and gamble my money. I don't trust that the casino is going to give me money back. Okay. I trust that I could win, that I could come out big. I could come out real successful on this. Or I could gamble and go sideways. It's, that's unfortunately but there has to be There has to be some level of confidence there because they showed you the head sculpt. They showed the you the portrait. The reason that I had confidence was because Queen was still a solidified company, that they had they had statues, that they had successful statues for sure. Uh-huh. That, that solidified my ability to have confidence. You heard me talk about that vulture last week with that company that I'd never heard of. I'm like, I'm not going to buy that. It could look cool in the pictures, but there ain't no way. I'd never heard of them. Queen, it's a safer gamble for sure. But again, for me... If Zach and Mark had said, this is a perfect Gandalf, this is the definitive perfect Gandalf, you can't get any better than this, I would probably be feeling better about putting my trust in. But now, again, it's the trust that just makes the difference. I think that's the only point. Ben, right? I think that-, that the staff or the shotgun, can we attribute that to them holding back just a little bit for maybe like a very I really, release or another I release? really hope not. That would be an incredibly well, no, shitty sure. thing to do. Because it, cause it be kind of feels like that, right, Zach? I would feel like it that re- would erode honestly, that Honestly, bro, it they really would lose does. all credibility but, if they did that. But, it, but mm-hmm. it, it's weird, though, because they give you the book, right? Like, you know, maybe you could see that if it was if they left out, like, Glamdering. Because he doesn't wear Glamdering until, you know, the second half of the film. Um, but it, there's just too many things to me that... that like, I mean, it, like John said, they would lose all credibility. 100%. And like just the fact that Zach is able to say that in two minutes of Google research, you should be able to find the majority ben, of the misses that were ben, here. That makes no. a difference, though. He came out and just said it's the best. Uh, he just said it's the defini- It's a definitive Gandalf that's coming out. No, he no, just no. said he would I pre-order s- it. I said, I said you say? the, with what we have here, mm-hmm. this is the best portrait. This is the best outfit. Representation. But it's not it the is. most complete. Okay, it's not the most complete, complete. but it's enough for you to order, though. Perfection, brother. This is like a half. It's kind of like when Hot Toys gives you... Hot Hot um, Toys hasn't done one perfect figure, and you still buy them. Hot Toys has done many perfect figures. I think the the Loyalist Mando, probably one of the greatest figures ever made. If you look at that figure, The only perfect figure that I think they did well was the two-pack Boba from the Mando set. There's been plenty of figures that they've done that are... 
Yeah, yeah, Uncle Fester, I like that portrait. But perfect? No, bro. Not perfect. Well, right. And I'm not arguing the quality of this figure, John. I think this one's amazing. Don't get me wrong. I, what I'm saying is is that it's the trust. It's that if they'd done their homework, guys like Zach and Mark would have been absolutely blown away. And the community would have sold this product for them. John would have just been able to show up on camera and say, yep, thank you very much. But where's the research? Where's the time? First of all, it's, it's think, so they don't even care if you buy it here because it's... It's not even well, licensed you know, in the states. Yeah, so number one, Canada so technically sure. they didn't even care. <laughs> Six thousand jokers sold more. I think two the pack. first two pack, two pack, just the That's two twelve thousand, twelve thousand of them things. John, I think they're learning though that there's one six scales uh, collectors which are already anal, and then there's one six scale Lord of the Rings collectors, which is a whole nother yeah. level, right? And they now. also like, know that a lot of us have microphones, my friend. They, there you they go. were kind of blown away by how many content creators there were for That's six right. scale. <laughs> Because the um, Joker, we weren't dissecting to this level, right? So Well, it's weird because it I'm not even a fan of the Joker. And I was like, I feel like he's missing the shotgun that he has. Some I said that on stream. Yeah. I was like, he's missing the shotgun. That's like... They're going to make a anyway, bank robber, robber Joker probably. and he will have the shotgun. 100%. Probably. Um, Give us yeah. the nurse. To clarify, John, I do think this is the best Gandalf we've gotten. It is far from the most complete, though. And I think, I think if they address these three things here that we mentioned today... Perfect figure. I think it's yeah. utter ridiculousness to say, well, a release needs to be perfect for me to buy it. I don't. That's just me. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Um, far from a perfect sculpt here. Jesus Christ. As this collectibles. <laughs> um, I was so confident oh like a month ago. And then they showed this and I was like, Jesus H. Christ. What the fuck did they do to the other portrait? Um, let's just blow through this quickly uh counting down the final hours of old bilbo shipping date here's a first-hand look at the final product copy of the angry expression from the set uh i thought the first portrait was absolutely fantastic this is frankly dog shit. and i know the old adage of like it stays in the box you are still paying for it etc this is bad they should feel bad and frankly i really wish there was an option where you didn't have to pay for this as part of the release <clears throat> uh beskar kit says clone wars anakin rex hoth leia emperor palpatine cody bestman laid up Brespin Leia, excuse me, TRS Kylo. I would say Cody was pretty flawed. The, Perfect. The shoulders, no, the shoulders no and the elbow on Cody were an absolute. Anakin nightmare. rub off on the neck. Uh, hot Leia, the spots on the white jacket, the pink spots. Emperor Palpatine. It was, it was blue. It was the uh, the sewers. Um, yeah, Emperor Palpatine. You can't even sit on the throne. P.S. I own all of them. So. I'm not saying I'm, I'm John speaking I'm, truth. John speaking yeah, truth. Knows. I own all of the them. The emperor. So. I remember <laughs> the emperor. They were like, "Yeah, if you take a hacksaw and you cut off like a third of an inch," you, I'm like, "Bro, fuck that." But this is <laughs> see, Zach. This Yandere. is I, I don't want. This is what I mean, though. The community just goes into like fucking war mode. It's not a fucking war. There's you got the facts from experience, and then you got this fucking mumbo jumbo that's coming out here. But that's fine. Let's keep on going. This what is Mars this? Toys, Mars Toys Mars Toys <laughs> Gus Fring. Uh, this is a um, this is a double pack. It retails for two twenty nine. You're getting two figures at that price point. Uh, releasing Q four two thousand twenty two. Those prices are in OSK. Um, I will be honest. Um, I watched one episode of Breaking Bad with a friend who was a hardcore drug addict and is scared the shit out of me. How excited she was to be watching this show, uh, and I never watched another episode again. So Yikes. I don't know a ton about this character. I did though um, watch this scene because I this man looks like a zombie, and I was very confused as to why a zombie was in Breaking Bad. So I watched the scene. I, I understand what's going on here, and I yeah. I really like that second pose there on the uh, on the right. I know nothing else about it. I think it looks decent. Uh, about one hundred and fifteen dollars a pop. What do you think, Dean? Dude, that's fucking Jack Bear. <laughs> Movie of the week, sorry. Um, 
yeah, this okay, Breaking Bad. The internet was obsessed with Breaking Bad. Walter White this, Walter White's so great, Walter White, Jesse Pinkman, Gus Fring is an asshole. Gus Fring was the best fucking part of that show. Walter White is a piece of shit. I hate Walter. He's one of my least favorite characters of all time. How'd you feel this about figure, Skyler? Oh, dude, cunt. I hate Skyler with a passion, bro. Um, Gus was an awesome character, dude. Such a good... I don't even want to call him a villain. I mean, he was, but so was Walt. So it's kind of just like... He was just a better bad guy than Walt, you know? Um, I Honestly, I think they nailed it. I think... I mean, again, it's a prototype, right? Let's see what it actually looks like. But it comes with about what you would expect. It's not like Gus Fring is a man of action. He's very reserved in the show. People do shit for Gus. He doesn't have to get his hands dirty. So it's not like he's running around with pistols and, you know, fucking. But they've got the box cutter, though. So I'm just saying, no spoilers. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, he comes with uh, the stuff you would expect him to come with. Um, the Boyos Hermanos bucket. That's hilarious. Um, I, this is a cool figure. I think I'm assuming it comes with two different shirts and jackets and obviously head sculpts. Um, I think it's solid. Let's see if it comes out this way, but you know, for those breaking bad fans that have only had, Jesse Pinkman and Walter White. I, th- I believe they're a three zero. I think there's a third party. Um, what's his name? Da- uh, not Dave. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Saul Goodman. No, not Saul. The uh, uh, the one the one that gets killed by the river. Uh, I don't remember his name. Okay. Um, I, anyway, I think there's a third party, but you know the Breaking Bad shelves have been lacking for years. Mike is his name, by the Mike. Way. Thank you. Mike is a solid, solid character. Um, I think there's a third party Mike, so not, it's nice to see a third party, uh, more third party figures. Gus, I would love to see a uh, <clears throat> a Hank. Hank is the fucking goat, bro. Uh, arguably one of the greatest shows on television ever. Um, so I, I love to see it. I I don't have a Breaking Bad collection. I don't, I don't put those on my shelf, but for those who want it, I think it's great that this is coming out. Yeah. I I haven't watched anything Breaking Bad. I've seen some, uh, like not even half an episode. I just see the Halloween costumes, you know, the jumpsuit, the yellow science thing, whatever. Anyways, um, Esposito's portrait wise. It looks. This looks good. I've seen the commercial that they show on TV where his face is like. I don't know what happens. I'm assuming it's some sort of acid gets thrown on him or whatever. But it looks really good. I like more the. I think he looks more like uh, the character in the on the left, not the one that has the the damage to the face. I just feel like that half of the face is not like if you look even at the lips. You see how the lips are a little bit thicker and, and puckier there compared to the one on the left. It's not. I don't think it's as accurate to Esposito on the right. I could be wrong, but that's just 
Oh, I see. Well, I think he's like more in but... shock. Like he looks more scared, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, but I guess in that scene, he's a little. That's the thing. I didn't. I'm not too familiar with it. I, I, yeah, I always, in that yeah, scene, he kind of something happens, oh, okay. right? And yeah. he walks out, and you're like, "Oh my god, yeah. he fucking made it!" And then you, he walks out, and he fixes his tie, and the camera pans, and you see this, and you're just like, "Holy shit!" Um, but I think even like the eye, it kind of shows him a little more shocked, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I can see where you're coming from. It's not exactly like a a mirror of that head sculpt on the left. Yeah, but at two twenty nine, look now you got uh, an extra portrait for your Mo- Hot Toys Moff Gideon uh, Mandel. You can make your own story. Mandel <laughs> sliced them with the with the dark saber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I I also did not watch the series. I started to, I got maybe two or three episodes in, and then it just started to stress me out. I don't do well with stressful oh, yeah. shows, so uh, I have not watched the show, nor have I watched Ozark, which my wife tells me is also a stressful show. Good idea uh, to pass on those, yeah. Yeah, she loves that shit. I do not. I want my TV to be, like, relaxing or entertaining. I don't want to be, like, having to, you know, meditate after I watch it because I'm too stressed out, so... Um, but yeah, she loved the show. So, you know, this is great for people that love that show and, and need this on their shelf. Um, but yeah, for what it is, it looks great. I like the detail on the on the half skull uh, sculpt. I think it looks cool. It's unique. Um, so yeah, nothing I'll be getting, but uh, grateful for those people that can, for sure. I think this show is amazing. It's one of my favorite shows. I've watched every single episode. I think I've watched the whole entire show twice. Um, I watched it the, sec- the second time was right before the movie came out and the movie was all right, but El Camino. Yeah. Yeah. And I've almost gotten uh, a Breaking Bad figure like so many times, like a handful of times, but I, I kind of want to get it now looking at this because like Dean said, like there isn't a lot. So yeah, this looks, this looks really good. And it's funny that you say, um, that Hank is the goat because to me that was my least favorite character. Well, apart from Skyler. Are you kidding me? Hank is so cool. That's heartbreaking. I love Hank. He also didn't like the new Doctor Strange movie, so you know, yeah, take us to Alright, let's move on. Uh Dean, Game Toys Aerith. Um tell me about it. Yeah, so they teased a, a full head sculpt. I think before it was like a prototype sculpt. So, I mean, this is still a prototype, but um, now it's actually painted, sculpted. Um, Aerith Gainsborough from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, they already te- uh, teased like a full-on Tifa figure. So this is uh, this. That's what happened with the Tifa. We got a, a picture of the head sculpt, then a figure. So now we got the Aerith head sculpt. Just waiting for that uh, figure to be teased, a full figure. Uh, they did tease some jackets that you could kind of, like, maybe that's Eris. Um, but it could also be another character, which, I, who cares? Um, but this is cool to see. Uh, they have not put Tiff up for pre-order yet, so who knows when we'll see this go up for pre-order, but I just thought it was a nice inclusion. Uh, the Game Toys Cloud from prototype to release is basically, I mean, they didn't, it was like 100%. There's no loss in quality there. So I have very high expectations for this um, and the Tifa. So I'm excited. 
Very cool. Uh, in releases, the um, Hot Toys uh, released the Marvel Comics Iron Man The Origins Collection. Um, I haven't seen the blogger photos just yet, um, but Toys Wonderland was saying this was now shipping. Uh, a bit of a divisive figure. I don't know that um, some people will be happy. I don't think the plastic is removable, and that was something a lot of people were calling for. Uh, but I actually do really like this figure. I Maybe that'll change once we see it in reviews or in hand at a local comic store, but I think it's interesting enough that, uh, you know, kind of kind of sticks out to me. Um, let's, uh, John, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. I was about to say, um, did they come out and give us a press release? No, I'm only kidding. One Six Corner, their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, fast shipping, and best in the business customer service, guys. Collecting weekly listeners get 10% off in stock figures. While our show is live, using code capital C, capital W10, you can choose your figures, pay safety with PayPal, and you make sure you leave the rest to them. Our topic of tonight is renewing your passion for collecting. Ben Thomas had this idea a few weeks ago, and I thought it was such a neat idea. Uh, but I'm curious, if you guys ever get in, in a little bit of a lull with collecting what you do, um, for me, usually every few months I kind of have a new figure slash uh, collectible focus. Um, I know it's kind of memed in the chat. Um, and lately I've been on a Mandalorian kick. Uh, but I've also started getting into uh, TVC stuff, which is nice because uh, normally when I go to like different stores, I've, I don't really... Like I look at the TVC stuff quickly just in case there's anything that Dean might want. But I, I don't really ever give it uh, too much consideration. But... You know, now that I have the Razor Crest, I'm trying to fill out my Mandalorian uh, TVC collection, and I'm going. I find uh, excitement again going to these stores because, to me, it's like a whole new part of the aisle that I can start looking for stuff. And um, I, I went to a few stores, like I mentioned earlier, to try to hunt down that Boba Fett. Kind of struck out, but for me, it's about uh, you know changing scales, getting um, getting a few different. Uh, pieces that I wouldn't normally collect, and then also rotating the collection every now and again, putting stuff in storage or getting stuff out of storage or even moving stuff along, um, since I am somewhat limited by space. What about you, Dean? Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's those, those few key passions that I have that, kind of like you said, you go back and revisit, and you're just like, man, this is so, like, I I remember why I love this so much. And then you're just like, oh, I never got that one fucking collectible that I should have. And then you go looking and then you're like, oh, there's more. And then you just jump down a rabbit hole. And I try, <clears throat> especially if I got a figure coming, like I pre-ordered it. And maybe, maybe you lost a little excitement for it. It's like, I'm going to watch the movie. And then you watch the movie, you got rehyped for it, and yeah, you just renew that fucking gusto you had in your pants before. Um, so I try and do that, um, like with Final Fantasy VII or Dragon Ball Z, again, Star Wars. Um, uh, like, <laughs> the other night, when I bought the Black Series Boba from uh, the Boba Fett show, I went back and watched every episode of Boba Fett from The Mandalorian Season 2. And then I ended up just watching the rest of the show. Um, but, yeah, it's fun. And then, I mean, it's not fun spending money, but it makes you happy. 
It's not fun spending money. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it is, but not when you have when you're running out of it. <laughs> um, I'll keep it short and sweet. Like if I ever feel down in the community and like I keep my stuff, my stuff all, is everything in boxes now. But when I did have it out, uh, you know, I, I just watch fellow streamers. I'll be honest, and it always you know seeing people unbox different figures or a statue or seeing their setup, the way they do their lighting, that kind of reinvigorates the passion. Um, even sometimes just going through like a Facebook marketplace and seeing sales posts and, and seeing a good deal. Um, it keeps me in the hobby and coming on here every flipping week and talking to you guys. Come on. This is like, uh, it's like lighting a flame. You love it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, my, I think my thing right now is I'm hashtag blessed that I'm actually in the process of putting up all my collectibles in cases that I've been waiting for for forever or waited for forever. So my passion with the collectibles right now is, is, you know, seeing them all again and unboxing them and setting them up and, and doing all that stuff and seeing what I actually have since it's been so long since I've been waiting for them. So I think that, but the other thing is, is, is also collecting comics. Now it's kind of like connecting, I guess, with, you know, you know, the, uh, when I was a kid or whatever and bought this thing, then, then my dad later sold a garage sale, which I'm still miffed about, but, um, just seeing what you kind of reminiscing of like, Oh, I remember I went to Seven Eleven and I got that X-Men 300 and, you know, read the shit out of, you know, the, all that. And, you know, so it's just reminiscing about that sort of stuff. And, and, you know, especially with comics looking to complete a line or, or having a goal or, or whatever, I think that's kind of what keeps the passion alive or renews the passion is, is getting into something new or, or, you know, connecting with the stuff that you had before that you can finally, you know, display now. So, that's that's my deal yeah i'm kind of the same way i started off with comics and then moved my way to you know six inch then uh hot toys and now my passion is kind of slowly but surely moving back into comics and it's just like yeah it's just my right now my full focus right now to be honest are you doing like just comics or like graded comics or anything you get your little grubby hands on? Well, graded comics, not yet. I want my first graded comic to be something that I send in. Oh, okay. But Very cool. Once I get that going, then it's like open the floodgates, as they say. Just I'm going to be, yeah, it's going to be dangerous. All right. I think Ben peaced out. So I'll just say it's all about how I display my figures. Like that's my, they're all like art pieces to me, right? So thinking about how I'm going to display everything, reorganizing, reshuffling the display, if things are getting a little stagnant, like that's how I keep the passion alive. And like, I think John said, like watching other streams, like looking at other examples of how other people have them displayed that, you know, always sparks inspiration for me. Um, so yeah, that's, if if ever I'm kind of getting sick of a figure, I'll repose them, put them in a different spot, and it's like you got a brand new figure. So that's how I keep things fresh in the collecting room. Yeah, and for me lately, uh, you guys kind of all echoed on a couple of my points. Um, I think like I've been I've been very lucky to finally have my own man cave in the basement that I can actually set up all my cool stuff and and you know really appreciate it and in the way that I want to appreciate it and not have to apologize for it, which is cool. Um, 
but I also do random things like cross-stitching. So whenever I've got a figure kind of incoming or I'm anticipating purchasing a figure, I like to pair one of my cross-stitches uh, like you guys might with a comic book uh, with your figures. I like doing that with my own, with my own pictures. Um, I went off quickly just to kind of show you guys, like, I've got the Venom slowly being paid off right now, so I've been working on this, this Venom cover that I've, you know, thought was cool and it's kind of fun to work on, right? So, you know, stuff like that, that just connects me to my nostalgia. I think if anybody walks into my collection, they're going to know exactly where my nostalgia lies. And I've always loved all of these properties, so anytime I get a chance to have something that's tactile in my hands, whether that's a comic uh, representation or a figure or a film or just really anything that can express that nostalgia. It helps to reinvigorate my, my love for it. But then also talking to you guys every week just about some of the cool stuff. Like, it's fun to, to post in the group, you know, what the new this week is and, uh, you know, and, and talk a little bit about it with people who care about that stuff. Because I, like, I was really excited to show Shauna my Marty McFly and she did not care to see it. <laughs> so I'm excited to talk to Marco later. How dare you, Shauna? <laughs> <Right? laughs> so that's okay, but it's the way she goes, right? So having the community of folks uh, also really uh, helps me keep that fresh. And then taking pictures in my little review videos that I like doing and stuff like that just gives me a reason to really deep dive into the things that I've spent my money on. So it's cool. All right. Uh, our next uh topic of discussion is star wars celebration uh i'm curious what you guys uh want to see at star wars celebration so i would i would love to see uh, bad batch season two uh formally announced a release date because uh, i think it's still up in the air for this year 2023 uh, i think we all would love to see mando season three trailer or even just a little bit of an acknowledgement that when that's happening uh, and then I believe Lego, I don't know if they're doing it at Celebration, used to be maybe you know, but I think they're doing something called like Lego Con or like Star Wars Con, uh, and they're going to show off some of the summer 2022 sets, some of the quarter three 2022 sets, mm -hmm. uh, and some of these images actually leaked today. They have the um, uh, Obi-Wan Starfighter, which is the first time we get a um, Kaminoan uh, in minifigure form so we got Tanwi and then we also see the Inquisitor's uh, starship so we get some cool uh, Inquisitor minifigs and then the new Obi-Wan minifig. Are you supposed to be showing those or? Oh Jesus guys. Um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> my bad yeah um, so there's uh, so there's uh, the starfighter here the Inquisitor starship and then the um, Obi-Wan's uh, starship oh there so. Coming on so cute. <laughs> yeah so this is really exciting for me so i'm excited to see what lego has to bring um i'll be honest like i i don't know that hot toys is going to be at uh celebration uh, maybe sideshow will be there yeah sideshow will be there i'm not really looking forward to anything they're going to show us because it's going to be so far away but uh there's been things that i've been looking at that uh that are released already that i'm just like chomping at the bit to get so um i think my 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 focus is on the the stuff that's going to come out fairly immediately yeah, um, as much as I have, for the most part, enjoyed the TV shows, I want them to announce a fucking movie. Um, preferably something in a fucking timeline we haven't seen before. Um, but yeah, just... I love all the, you know, classic Star Wars characters and stuff, but... It's time to stop shitting all over the original characters and give us something that we've never seen before. So that's what I'm hoping for. Anyway, 
I'm I'm hoping for some cool releases, some uh, some figure releases, some statue releases. I think Star Wars is just underrepresented appropriately in the statue community. So I'd like to really see some banger releases. I know when it comes to six scale figures, there, there's a lot of representation, uh, and that's really lacking on that statue front. So that would be cool. Um, I don't know. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Legos, some cool Legos. Those new Legos they did, the dials have been really cool. So maybe some some more stuff like that. But um, I don't remember experiencing any oh, other like Star Wars celebration. The... Yeah, the trash compactor and the, um, the trench run. Yeah, the trench run exactly. How about the? Um, this is almost like San Diego Comic Con sort of thing where the the company set up their booths and yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. I'll actually be there for a few days, so I'm um, definitely looking forward to I'll be there with, like, Eddie, Mario, a bunch of other people, so um, it'll be fun. Um, so, I'm, a few things I'm looking forward to. Those Lego sets, they're, they are doing a panel, so I'll be checking that out. Um, hey, we need coverage, bro. For sure. Uh, they have had, um, in the past, Hot Toys exclusives. Like, I think it was a Jump Trooper, maybe, or a Space Trooper. I forget which one it was, but they did have exclusives. Space Trooper. Yeah. So it would be cool if they had that. Um, we'll see, though. Uh, but the ma- main thing I'm looking for is new Galaxy's Edge merch. Um, if they announce, like, a Qui-Gon Saber or a Ben Kenobi Saber, um, something like that to uh, to add to their sort of legacy lightsaber collection, um, new you know new merch there, et cetera, I think uh, that would be cool. And I'm looking to a movie or new series uh, in, like, the Old Republic era. Um, or something like that, like the High Republic, you know, comic is obviously spec that they're getting a show. I think maybe one's even been announced, but <clears throat> maybe something live action in that um, that era. Just just something, you know, when the Jedi is and we're at the you know full power. Just something old, something new, uh, something <laughs> something from the old you know timeline, but something new and that not a Skywalker related uh, thing. So I think those are what I'm most uh, most looking forward to for sure. I, I agree with Dean. I, I, I hope they do a new, announce a movie, a new movie. Hopefully they, they're bound to do something, um, like Sean said, with the Republic, High Republic and the Knights of the Republic. Or, um, shit, uh, it would be amazing if, that, if they announce like, a movie with, like, um, what's his name, Revan? Darth Revan? That'd be, that'd be cool. Or a show, maybe. But, yeah. That's what I want to hear. So I think for me, I'm kind of a mix of all of you guys for the most part. I, I Mando has been one of my favorite Star Wars um, new characters of all time, as or I should say has quickly become uh, one of my favorites of all time. So I love the concept that there are stories that are just out there that are yet to be told. Uh, and I'm really excited to dive into some of those or stories that have been told in comics or or other ways that Star Tra- uh, Star Wars content has come out in the past and just not uh, been for the mainstream yet. So excited for that. But also, uh, I've always been a big video game fan. Uh, I loved some of the original video games like uh, Pod Racing and uh, Rogue Squadron and, and some of those types. So it'd be cool to get some more, um, maybe some video game content uh, at some point announced, which would be cool. I don't know if they would have that at Celebration specifically, but just Star Wars in general, I'm kind of hoping for. And to tear off of that, Ben, I really want to see more of Jedi Fallen Order 2. So mm-hmm. I, I'm yes, pretty sure yes. that they'll, they'll show mm-hmm. something for Celebration. I, so. I think they've already teased it. So 
that would yeah. be phenomenal. Um, I want to see a trailer for the Acolyte. I think you guys were talking about High Republic era, and I don't uh, recall if it's still in that same time frame, but it's like 100 years before episode one. So I think that's the show that I'm most excited for because it's kind of distancing itself from all the other properties and not really trying to live in, you know, well tra- well-treaded uh, air- ground already. Um, and then in terms of figures, I want to see hopefully some prototypes on display for all the Obi content we got coming out. You know, I haven't really been able to add Obi-Wan to the collection since I've been collecting. So, uh, yeah, that'd be phenomenal. And a Vader as well. I'm waiting on those two figures. And so um, really would be cool to see some teases of those. All right. Well, I'm very excited to see that content from Usby and uh, from the other guys that are going to the show. And uh, hopefully you guys have a good and safe celebration. Uh, our last um, topic for tonight for discussion, have you ever been deceptive to get a collectible? Uh, this is also Ben's idea, and I thought it was uh, interesting. I don't know that I've ever been outright deceptive. Um, I'm, I don't I don't know that I have, but usually I think the, the, the most lie that I'll tell is like if I'm at a store and I'm like, well, can you check if you have this figure? I'm like, my kid like needs it. Like that's kind of like the limit that I'll go. I think doing what we do, it's kind of probably frowned upon to be deceptive. I, I think that could come back at, come back at us. But um, that's that's really uh, I think the level that I get with deception. Um, you know, I think I think there's times obviously when you're selling something or buying something, you want to get it for the best price possible. So you might have some some data that supports your price, and you know you might leave out a crazy high sale in the mix there. But um, generally speaking, I try to be fairly up and up. What about you, Dean? Man, one time I and I did this unknowingly, and it wasn't until after I secured the deal that Zach was like, "What's your problem?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" I really wanted. I really wanted a, a six scale Thanos from Infinity War. And Zach was like, yo, I believe I believe it was uh some website had it for two sixty. And I was like, Oh, that's a pretty good price. And somebody was selling it on like OSR or something. And I, I don't remember how much he wanted, but I sent him a message. I was like, Hey man, this website has it for 260 like can you like beat that deal or match it like and he was like yeah that's fine and <clears throat> i think i ended up getting it like a little bit better of a deal than 260 after shipping which is a crazy i mean 260 is a good price for a thanos so i was really happy so i was like hey guys i got the figure from this guy and i told i told him what zach told me that this place had it for 260 and zach was like bro that was 260 loose with like none of the shit and you just <laughs> told this guy to sell you his like fully boxed thanos i felt so bad because yeah, like it was it was for a part out so like you would just get the figure and like the fists that was it yeah no no swap out arm or like the other hands or the base or the backdrop or the box it was that. like a loose thanos i think they still have that thanos up on yeah I know what website you're talking about. Yeah, I for, yeah I forget which website it is, but I felt so bad. I felt I felt like I had lied, but I was just ignorant to what Zach was actually showing me. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, I don't I don't think I really use any deceptive practices in in terms of like trying to get a figure. Um I mean even like or uh the comics, a graded comic. I'll I'll go if if maybe I think they're act, asking prices a little high. I'll come back with evidence to support my offer like hey, like fair market price from this such and such website or sold listings or this much like want to make a deal uh but i don't think i've ever lied outright to get a figure or like have like tricks that i use but that one that that one example example sticks in my head because i i genuinely felt bad i felt like i bamboozled that poor guy me personally i've never uh i don't think i've ever deceived someone to get a to get a, a collectible negotiated and try to get the price down yeah most definitely like when we did last year it was remember we did the unboxing for the the mythos yeah motherfucker <laughs> eddie helped me with that i remember i went back like oh you don't have the shipper okay well there's a 200 bucks off sort of thing that's pretty much all i've done i haven't i've never really like deceived anyone in a, in a sale or a, or purchasing an item Master negotiator, though. I know I gotta have John negotiate all my future purchases. <laughs> um, no, I've I've never done that. I believe in karma and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And if I do that, some something's gonna come back and bite me in the ass. Um, the most all I've done in the past is like in Target or something like that. When it's like a limit of one purchase per, you know, whatever, I'll like buy one and then either you know check out at one place and then grab the other one and check out at the front, or I'll like go put the first one out in my car and then come back in and get the other one and check out. He's got again. the mustache with the, the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Do That's you hide it as well, Sean? No, no, but I don't hide it. That's That pisses me off when people do that, so I, I don't do that. But if I see it, I'm just going to buy it. I'm not going to like come back and get it later or something like that. But um that's about as far as i'll go yeah i don't i don't i'm trying to be as straight as straight shooter as possible with pricing or trying to get whatever and you know that that's as far as i'll go for sure yeah same with me i don't think i've ever like that i could think of at least maybe i don't know i would have to think about it longer but i don't think i've ever done something like that maybe like negotiated yeah but no you're so nice fern people say that i'm the nice one i think you're the nice he's one lying bro he's lied plenty of times to get shit <laughs> fern no. lied to get on the channel let alone to get shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the reason I, I brought this question even up was because I had a situation a couple weeks ago on Facebook Marketplace where I saw this new inbox Playmates Star Trek Enterprise that I've been looking to buy. And this like lady had said she found it in her, her attic. You know, perfect situation. Found it in her attic. It was her husband. She doesn't know the value. She put it on for $40. So... I go to Shauna, hey, I'm going to buy this because that's an insane deal. Like, it's an insane deal. Well, within the same hour, I go back on to message the person and it's been sold. So I'm like, whatever, you snooze, you lose, right? Um, about a day goes by and I see the exact same photos of the exact same collectible on Facebook Marketplace for $140. And so whoever bought it, bought it obviously 
knew the value of it because that's kind of what they're going for and put it back on for sale. And so I messaged the guy just to say, hey, like, like, what the fuck? How come you're putting this on so high? Like the lady was trying to sell it for a reasonable price. She put a good story out there that it was her husband's. And he basically said the same thing to me. Sorry, bud, you, you snooze, you lose. So I was like, okay, well, like, fair. I guess that's just the way of the world nowadays. But it irked me in a sense because it felt, it felt dishonest. Like I was going to talk to that lady and offer her more money than she was asking because I knew that that should have gone for at least $70 the way that the box condition was. And if she was money who had lost her husband that she needed, then like that's that's something you should do, right? So again, I, I'm with Sean. I think karma's karma's a thing <laughs> and that just it just irked me in in the wrong ways having said that i would say that for my own self the only time i felt uh, not dishonest i don't think that's the right word but more so just that not forthcoming is that um i won't always be forthcoming about how much i'm willing to spend so whether you call that negotiation or not like if somebody's posted something especially if a figure has been online for a couple of weeks i will tell them this is what i'm willing to pay take it or leave it and sometimes you get it and sometimes you just don't um but i will never necessarily just give them the asking price especially if i've seen that it's been floating around marketplace for a couple of weeks so but i don't think that's really deceptive it's just yeah not being forthcoming <laughs> i gotta say i, I to respect be... that guys oh go ahead go ahead no go ahead go ahead marco i was gonna say i respect that guy's hustle that was it just messing around well and that is hustle right I, I, and that's what it's like again it was i don't know just Made me want to say something to the lady, but at the same time, she didn't know any better. She got her 40 bucks, so I guess she was happy, and this guy made a profit. What makes me happy is that Enterprise is still on Facebook Marketplace for the 140 bucks he's posted it on, and nobody's bought it. So, nobody gets it, but at least he didn't get the money for it. So, that's the go. karma, I guess. I used to believe in karma for many years for my entire life. I had some fucked up shit happen a few years ago. Never again. Never. Um, uh, Zach, let me, can I tell my story yeah, yeah, really, yeah. really fast? Yes, I'll, I'll yes, make yes. it super zippy. So uh, probably the closest I've come to this is when I first started collecting, I you know bought a figure off of a guy on eBay. I saw that he had another, he had a few other hot toys on there. One was a Doctor Strange from Infinity War. He had a price a little bit higher than I wanted to spend. So I told Gigi, I was like, hey, I'm going to throw you under the bus. I'm going to tell this guy, you know, my wife's only approved me up to this amount. Can you work with me? So messaged the guy and he was awesome. He's like, oh, you know, that's that's cool, man. He knocked off even an additional 20 bucks on top of what I offered him and gave me a great deal on it. And so that was like, cool, it worked out, you know, fib, fibbed a little bit, but at the same time, Gigi was having an issue with the collecting, so it wasn't completely a, a lie, but yeah, it worked out and got got the strange for a good deal. You should have been like, bro, just listen to my podcast, you know what I'm going through. That's right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you uh, see Oilers... Gigi's comment, by the way? Just that she had said that you had told her that you were only ever going to buy one collectible figure, <laughs> and then that the lie detector test had determined that is now a lie. <laughs> That's a big factor right there. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. Uh, Oilers Workshop says I had a dude try and talk me down to 140 for my what if number 10 CGC 8.5. I switched it to an auction starting at one cent, and it sold for 242 dollars Friday. Dude was angry at me that I sold it for more. What a dingus. What an absolute dingus. Um, our movie of the week is, or was rather, The Usual Suspects. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist, says conman uh, Verbal Kent, drawing a comparison to the most enigmatic criminal of all time, Kaiser Soze. Kent attempts to convince the feds that the mythic crime lord not only exists, but is also responsible for drawing Kent and 
the rest of the usual suspects. I think this. What the hell? It cut off. Oh, uh, Kent and his four partners into a multi-million dollar heist that ended with an explosion in San Pedro Harbor, leaving few survivors. Um, this movie is fucking awesome. It's one of the... Um, I know we John reads the IMDb scores, but it's one of the top like 30 movies on that their rating scale. Um, and to me... Like when I when I talked about um, Marco, the movie that we watched recently, the one that you picked, uh, remind me what that was. The Departed. The Departed. I felt like that movie was trying to capture what this movie did perfectly. Like you can have like one twist that is just so good that you don't need like ten twists in five minutes. Like to me, this movie was just like did everything better than The Departed. Uh, and I, I think it's great. Like Kevin Spacey aside, like, you know, obviously separating the recent allegations, like just putting this in a bubble. Um, this, this movie is just incredible. Um, the casting is great. Benicio del Toro, uh, really stands out to me in this film. And, um, you know, I think the twist is great. I watched this movie without really not like not knowing anything about it. Uh, several years ago, my uncle showed it to me and you know, it was one of those films that he was really excited to show me, and I was like, God damn, that twist hit hard. And, uh, yeah, I was really excited to share it with you guys, so I'm curious to see what the panel says. Zach has been trying to get me to watch this movie for, I don't know, two years, three years. Uh, the best part about this movie is the cast. They have some amazing actors in this movie. I was so bored. Oh, I thought I was the only this, one. Thank you. God. This movie, you guys don't know film. Sucked. Simple things. <laughs> Why? Maybe, maybe, Why? maybe. I'll give you. Maybe. It was a little overhyped for me because you're not the only one that's trying to get me to see this movie. Kaiser Soze, I even knew the name before I saw this movie. Like, that's mm. why you were like, dude, you need to watch it. Like, how do you not know who Kaiser Soze is? I was like, I don't know. I just know the name. I'll give you that. Maybe it was overhyped, so my expectations were extra high. Dude, I, I started this movie, like, no bullshit, hand to God, like, five times. And I kept falling asleep. Oh my god! Yeah, but you're just a sleepy person, though. No, I call you a three, and you're sleeping, bro. That's just a you thing. (laughs) No, you'd be watching Backdrill Sluts Nine, and you'd be falling asleep. Dude, I watched, bro. I watched a full season of fucking Yellowstone in a day. Like, that's why you were so fucking tired, bro. Your eyes needed to rest. I didn't. No, that was not today. Bullshit. I I like the twist in Yellowstone. You got to the end, and it's a blue stone. (laughs) Fuck you. The best thing about this movie, I guess, for Dean, it gave me this wonderful clip. Don't give up on me now, Dean. (laughs) I will say, the twist of this movie was ruined for me by, um, what was that? Uh, um, what? What's that scary movie? Oh, that one. Yeah, where where it shows, where Goofy is walking or Doofy, Officer Doofy, he's walking, and then like his, you see his oh, stride yeah, yeah. like straighten out. Oh my so God, like, so that's that. why this ruined, this movie wasn't good for yeah. you because you would. So so when they first show him walking, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> that I've seen this before, and then as the movie progresses, I'm like, this motherfucker's cause are so sick. 
And then sure enough, at the end, you see that exact shot. I was like, okay, yeah. Um, just, <laughs> I did not like this movie. I couldn't do that. I didn't, for as, as great as all the actors were, I didn't care about anybody. Yeah, I didn't exactly. I didn't feel invested in their characters. Where I was like, man, like, like when Benicio Del Toro's character got killed, it, it like happens like off screen and like all of a sudden he's just like dead and you're just like what the fuck like for someone i'm supposed to give a shit about you kind of just glossed over this dude getting fucking murked and it's just like i didn't nothing seemed to carry any weight to it i don't know i just i it just fell flat for me i i didn't like it this (laughs) is um got an 88 percent on Rotten Tomatoes the tomato meter and the audience score was 96 percent coming in at about an hour and and 45 minutes you know I I'm I'm completely opposite of what Zach said um I watched it in the morning this morning and I was a a little not tired but I caught myself nodding a little bit and I don't know everything but I kind of called that he was the the guy at the end because it was just too much Considering he was a side character, they were just putting too much emphasis on him. He was being, um, he was being interrogated by the cop, and he was just there was just he was just too involved for me. So I liked it when they revealed that it was that other guy. What's his name? Ken, Keaton. Yeah, Dean Keaton. When it was Dean Keaton, I liked that, and I'm like, okay, wow. I'm thinking the whole movie that it's uh, what's the other one? It starts with a V. Orville Kent. Kent, yeah. I thought it was him the whole time. When he said it was Keaton, I'm like, oh, shit, okay, now I'm into this. But then when they revealed that it was him, I'm like, okay, well, nothing surprising. Uh, Del Toro did a good job, but like Dean said, you are not, you don't get attached to any of these characters. They die. I was expecting more of like a Ocean's Eleven style, where you get emotionally attached to the characters. There's a nice twist, and beautiful. For me... This didn't do it. No, this didn't do it. I'm sorry. Y'all are wild. I'm with Zach. This movie's fucking awesome. It was, I mean, I, you know, when I, when I saw this when I was younger, just that twist, just like, yeah, it hits hard. It's just, I was not expecting that at all. Um, especially from him. And it was just so well, you know, it was back before, you know, the internet and all this stuff that would ruin any of that for you and all that stuff. So it was definitely just like, oh shit, you know. Uh, that's crazy. I was not expecting him at all. So, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, watching him again the second time, knowing the twist, um, it was definitely a bit slow. Um, but I think that was just a, uh, a thing for the genre of the time. You know what I mean? It was, it was, I think that's just how paced, uh, the movies were at the time. So, um, yeah, I still think it's a great movie. Um, you know, the first time you see it for sure, uh, that twist is crazy, and um, yeah, the the cast is phenomenal. It's kind of it's kind of interesting to see, you know to Benicio del Toro what he's become since then. You know, from this this movie with the with the mumbling and all that stuff. You know, Kevin Spacey. Well, we all know what's happened with that. Um, and then the uh, uh, what's his name, um, uh, the Baldwin guy, Stephen Baldwin. Stephen. How, yeah, how he's become like this crazy you know religious you know right wing guy and all this stuff. It's it's just it's yeah. <laughs> interesting to see how they all used to be at one time but um yeah i i love this movie so i you know that's my opinion i'm sticking to it but uh yeah definitely if you haven't seen it well we kind of ruined it for you here but 
Uh, <laughs> hopefully you'll watch it one day. Forget about this podcast and watch it one day. How dare you? They'll never forget. <laughs> yeah, this was my first time ever watching this movie, and I knew nothing about it. And the whole entire time, I thought Keaton was going to be so like, but yeah, I mean, the twist didn't throw me completely off guard because I kind of had my suspicion with, with the other guy. But also, like when, what Dean said, at the as soon as I saw the ending with him straightening, straightening out his walk, I was like, I've seen this before. Where have I seen this before? And I was like, oh, yeah, scary movie. And I, I didn't know that there was that connection with Officer scary movie. Yeah, because I've never seen this movie, so I didn't know that that's what they were referencing in a scary movie. But now I know. I'm like, oh, shit. I didn't know that. But, um, I mean, the movie was all right. I don't see how it's like the top 30 of all time. It's not that good, to be honest. But, but it was all right. It was a good twist. Ben. ben may be frozen, so I guess I'll go really quick. So, sorry, I, I was just running to one of the chat guys. Um, I do... So, this was the first time I've ever seen this film. Um, I am, once again, happy that Zach recommended it. Uh, just because I don't know if I ever would have actually watched it. I I expected it to be more boring, but I, but I, I actually did end up liking it. I can see why... Um, you know, especially with the movies that we're kind of used to seeing now that are so fast-paced and they explain a lot for you really quickly, um, why this felt slow, but I, th I thought the burn felt worth it. Um, this movie hadn't been spoiled for me, so when we got to the end, I was like, oh shit, fair enough. I kind of had my suspicions uh, that uh, that he was he was Kaiser, uh, mostly because every time they mentioned mentioned them they would like the shots if you rewatch the movie because i went back and rewatched some portions of it um every time they mentioned his name like the camera pans uh at what's his name um the actor i can't remember what his name is kevin spacey it would pan at kevin spacey almost every single time so i thought that that was like a subtle allusion to like maybe he is it but i also agree they obviously kind of pointed the finger at keaton so um I don't know. I, I thought that was a unique part of it. And thankfully, I did not remember that this was in Scary Movie because I just died uh, on mute when Dean mentioned that. Because, yeah, Doofy was like, that's that's hilarious that that's where they pulled that from. Um, but again, I think sometimes the funniest memes out there or the funniest scenes in other parody movies are from amazing films, right? That's one of the reasons that they're so iconic uh, and this is definitely an iconic film, and I thought the filmmaking and uh, the touch there was great. Because it was a slow burn, I think I would probably only necessarily rewatch this once more, just to see if I could find or pick out some of the Easter eggs or some of the alludes throughout the film. I think that that's kind of the fun part of movies like this that have a twist at the end, that it gives you a chance to rewatch it and see if you can, you know, peg the story any differently on that rewatch. Um, but I would probably only watch it a total of, of two times and and then call it so but yeah no i was i was happy to watch it so yeah i know they're completely different movies but i think the twist and scary movie was bigger than this one to be honest that's because you're a simpleton <laughs> with this one i was like okay yeah i see that but with scary movie i was like holy shit i was not expecting i'm so that. happy i was on mute when dean mentioned that i fucking laughed so loud. how old were you oh when God. you watched scary movie though fern you were like nine years old <laughs> for the titties yesterday <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
so I'll keep my comments short, but I, I will say Spacey, I don't think is the only person involved with this movie that's been canceled, right? I think Brian Singer has since like been canceled. Um, so some problematic folks involved. That being said, who, the screenwriter, Chris McQuarrie, has now been given the keys to the Mission Impossible franchise. So uh, that's really awesome to see, you know, that talent kind of running through. Um, this is a classic, like from the direction to the cast and, and the twist. Like, it's not one of my favorite movies, for sure, and it had been many years since I had seen it, but um, still one of the one of the all-time classics. And so highly recommend for anyone in the chat or watching the stream that hasn't seen it before. Uh, even even having this the twist kind of spoiled for you, still worth a watch, I would say. Dean, it is your choice for movie of the week. What are we choosing? <clears throat> yeah, so last week we watched... Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow, whichever name you want to go by. And I was like, bro, another great Tom Cruise movie that came out around the same time as that was Oblivion. Yes. I love that movie, so I'm picking Oblivion. Nice Um, movie. If you haven't seen it, I'm excited for you. Yeah, Uh, I haven't seen this one, Dean, and I love Tom Cruise. Where is it streaming at? Oh shit! I don't know yeah, if it's streaming it's anywhere. And then Tropic Thunder the week we after, it. right? I think, I, I, think we, I have it over here. I think I checked last week. Sean, yeah. yes, we've got to do Tropic Thunder for sure. Dude, I I watched that. Sorry, not to rain on your plate. I watched Tropic Thunder like last week, it's and on it just HBO happened Max. to be on. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. Still. Such a great movie. Uh, HBO Roku, Max. HBO Max. Hulu, Amazon. HBO Max. Can you hear me, Jesus? Yeah, Vudu. Oh no, yeah, pay for. I think it's on HBO Max. HBO Max. Dean, I'm not sure if you saw, but it's on HBO Max. Wait, Bro, I'm seeing I it here on HBO Max. Think, hold on, wait. It says I right do here believe it's on HBO Max. There we go. Got him. <laughs> Thanks for checking, guys. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Dean, let's say thank you to the sweet angels that keep the network going. The three pillars, as John says. Huge shout out to Sean Fear, Ian CB, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, Lima Hernandez. Oh, my God, he's not there. My heart. Rip Lemur. My heart. F <laughs> Quinn Aguirre, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Equan, Chris Valenserina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator, Joao Breda, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Dini Martin, Stephen Kret, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Cesar Mariquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bamoski, Rick DeGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ. Erwin Azucena, the illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Tukathri, Wah, Derek B. I'm going to need to know how to say his last name because I don't like saying Derek B. I want to pay him the respect he deserves. Carlos Saavedra, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Dolmaton. Thank you for the super chat earlier. Jimmy James, Stephen Percha. Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Stephen Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanars, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi, The Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. Guys, what a bunch of angels. Angels, indeed, gifts from God, even. Uh, if you want to join the Patreon, click that link there. Uh, May Patreon benefits have gone out. Um, 
today. The top tier ones are going to go out tomorrow. I need to meet or mail them because uh, they're in much bigger envelopes. But the uh, benefits were the Bricks and Brews hollow sticker and every person got one chance at a common or chase pog. I think we sent out like 11, 12, 13 of the chase pogs. Uh, so it's about a one in three chance to get a chase pog. Uh, the top tier also got the, um, the full set of the unpunched pogs. Uh, so very good stuff there. Uh, if you want to join the Patreon, we have tiers starting at $5 a month for stickers sent straight to your door and access to Ox After Dark Replay. The Certified Crispy tier, which is the $15 uh, pledge there, you get the Certified Crispy Certificate and all the benefits of the previous tier and figure fix assistance. We also have the What A Guy tier, which is $25 a month. You get the deluxe pog set on your first pledge and all the uh, doubles of all the stickers we send uh, minus international postage for the pog sets. Our YouTube channel members, we have Mojozy78. OG fan, absolute Irwin, Bama, Test Just One, Mark Pearson, DK Avenger 702, Ben Thomas, OMFG Rick, Justin Harass, S Beam, Paul Schreiber, Andres IB, Andrew Gibo, Daminator, CC3PO, Sam Gist, Lima Hernandez, Thomas Clark, and Carlito. Uh, membership starts at 99 cents if you're a Patreon member or $2.99 if you are not. Click that link there if you want to subscribe to that part of their channel. As far as the network goes, we have CW Live, OFAX, Small Talk, After Dark, Bricks and Brews, The Ringcast, Live Unboxing, Collectors Club, Pose Wars, and Live and Let Dice. Uh, this week we have, I believe, Small Talk and uh, Live and Let Dice for Thursday and Saturday. We have Club on Friday. And then tomorrow, of course, we have After Dark at 10.30. Should be a good one there. Uh, T Public is where you can buy some of our swag, support the network. Uh, shirts start at $13 when they're on sale, $20 when they're not and uh john let's read the uh, socials for me please yeah be sure to follow us uh, on facebook collecting weekly and also collecting weekly auxiliary and on instagram we got at collecting weekly at collecting weekly underscore clips and at the everyday collector as well fantastic uh shout out time a little bit of a longer episode appreciate everyone in the chat for sticking with us for yeah. almost three hours um does anyone have any shout outs they want to give yeah i want to give a shout out Again, to Brenton for helping me get my absolute grail figure. Uh, also, shout out uh, 1-6 Kit. Um, I put in an order uh, about a month ago. And it. when I checked my tracking, it's a destination Japan. And sure enough, it never showed up. It's been lost. So I sent him a message. I said, hey, here's my order number. It says it's going to japan i don't know why that's not my shipping address he messaged me back very, very fast he said you're right it got fucked up it's gone we're sending you another one um here's a new tracking order and it'll be sent to you right away and so just that's good customer service shout him out so i appreciate it anyone anyone else got a shout out for their okay. channel or for anything else I gotta say, the as I say always, the community, uh, everyone who tuned in today, long show, passionate show. Thanks, guys, for the support and uh, and for tuning in. Always appreciate it. Yeah, and I'll <clears throat> I'll say to shout out to everyone going to celebration this week uh, that I'm meeting up with, and hopefully, you know, listeners out there will uh, stop us and just say what's up, and we can party. Um, there's a couple lightsaber meetups on uh, Thursday and Friday. Um, as well as some other stuff going on. Uh, so look out for those. And, yeah, it it's, uh, should be a blast. It's my first celebration. I've heard they're fun. Um, so de definitely looking forward to it and hopefully get to hang out with you all folks there. 
Make sure you wear your CW shirts. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, dude. That'd be dope. Anyone going? Uh, I'm sure everybody probably knows it at this point, but also one last uh, shout out uh, for Brenton Palmer becoming one of the channel's newest uh, show hosts officially. I caught that briefly the other night on my way home, and I was stoked for the guy. So big congratulations to him. Yeah, I know we're going to try to get him involved with some content. Um, we mentioned the Patreon set patreon chat today it'd be cool to do the brent palmer question of the week he's always asking very inquisitive questions uh in the patreon chat well so that is a pretty good him, idea yeah get him involved with that get some community feedback on some of the uh he has really like deep questions he like, does he what's does. the last figure you ever were excited for i'm like damn bitch it's fucking 12 o'clock bro getting all deep in here yeah, right he's, got he's, my emotions a in a turmoil I'm like, like damn bro i haven't i haven't been excited in a long time might be depressed a pee pee touch <laughs> yeah, just one how dare you uh, under the pants wow touch. a good old yeah, fashioned space dock uh, <laughs> what do we got going on on 1-6 fix yeah so we just dropped that most recent episode of the she said no podcast we also did the mark uh, 46 unboxing so check both of those out if you haven't already and also go check us out on Instagram, uh, one underscore six underscore fix. Um, and then we should have some cool content upcoming for Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and Obi-Wan, um, as well as some new episodes of the podcast. And that Battle Damage 85 when it comes in this week. We'll do an unboxing of that. So yeah, lots of good stuff coming up. And thank you for having me. It was a fun show. Anyone else? Not all at once? Fern, anything? Not a damn thing. All right. Well, I love you guys <laughs> as much as I'd love to get uh, us all in a tizzy over the ending. I think I'm just going to call it here. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.